This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. It's what we do, baby! This is Race Wars. Race Wars. I have the power! With Kurt Metzger. You're out of your fucking mind, dude. And Sherrod Small. Settle down, bitch. Race Wars. We're starting hot right now. Race Wars in the building. Oh, we got a lovely show for you. Anne's back. Anne, say hello. Where am I looking? That's uh, right to, to your mic. Just talk into your microphone. Aren't you filming this? Well, yeah, that's going to be filmed. You know, but Donnie's getting it right. He's uh, <laughs> We got bomb equipment in here. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. It's so good to be here. This is going to be a great show. I'm so happy to meet you, Herb. Yes, and Herb, I mean, Judge, Judge. Herb, Judge Herb is here. And introduce yourself, Judge. Herb Dodell from Los Angeles, California. Dodell, what is that, Irish? Actually, it was Austrian with one L. Oh. oh. Somebody, when they came to this country, Ellis Island or whatever, they added an extra L. It sounded better. Oh, they added a... <laughs> became Dodell. What a country Dodell. of giving, huh? We just give out continents. Yes, we do. <laughs> There's some great jokes about what happened at Ellis Island with people who have the strangest names. That, you know, you say, oh, I couldn't get a name like that. They didn't have that name in the old country. They got that name when they come here. They remixed because it. Because somebody sitting there that sounded like, okay. That's what they put down. Came Smith. Well, his producer... Yeah. Fatigay. Oh, yeah. yeah. John Fatigay? His family, yeah, he's from but it's Italy. For t- for they were just tired. They're saying, oh, Fatigay, Fatigay. Okay, got that down. <laughs> yeah, they changed it up. Now, Judge, tell people what you do. Who, who are you? Where you're where you, where you a judge? What you all about? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire very shortly. Congratulations. You made it. I've been thinking about it. I'm going to go into mediation because I've been I've trained as a mediator, and so I'm going to go into mediation. Okay. But I, for the five or six years, I was presiding over what they call restraining order court. Okay. That's what I was doing. And I never ran into you? That's weird. <laughs> issuing or not issuing restraining orders. Then that's I did what I want about, to three talk about. Years, about three years of small claims. Where was this now? What state? L.A. In L.A., okay. L.A. County. And that's then, a state. No, that's, it is. What? It's a state. It's a state now? So you handed out how many restraining orders, you think, and all I, I counted them, but I once asked my clerk what percentage that I granted of those that were applied for, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we deal with a lot of things like stalking and yeah. Syria. And had, you deal with that, right? Yeah, I'm you got dying some sweet to get stalkers. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. Because we, we also had very serious cases, child molestation cases, things like that. They're very, very serious. Wow. And then you got the neighbors fighting with each other. Yeah. You're making too much noise. You're playing basketball <laughs> yeah. all hours of the night. Sound like black neighbors, Judge. And I had, <laughs> but I had a lot of deal. What, what is significant is that I dealt a lot with uh, guns. Okay, here we when, go. When we signed, that's why I'm giving you the lead in. <laughs> he's uh, a pro. He knows what he's doing. When, when people are, are issued a restraining order against them, they're called the respondents. Right. The order includes a prohibition of, of buying and or... Buying ammunition, right? So they can they within twenty four hours after the issuance of the order, they have to turn it all over, all the guns, everything, and within forty eight hours, they have to notify the court that they've done that. Not that anybody ever enforces it, but that's those are the general rules. And I was telling you the story before we got a quick story, right? Got a guy come in there, waving a gun, threatening people and whatever. So I I granted the order for the restraining order, and he says to me, you know what? I'm a hunter. What am I going to do? I said, go out and get a bow and arrow because you ain't going to have a gun. <laughs> his gun and day's over. His gun day was over. So I for didn't th- know. For three years. 
So do they enforce the law to take the guns away if you have a restraining order, or is it just in on the books and nobody's enforcing it? Well, you know, I interviewed Lee Baca, who was the former sheriff of L.A. County. So the problem is that the law enforcement people just don't have the resources to devote to you know, pursuing these things. The way it works. Shameful. Shameful. Well, it's a crime to violate a restraining order. Right. You go to jail for that. And uh, what happens is somebody says somebody showed up in violation of the order and whatever, they arrest him. Uh-huh. Right right to the can, because they couldn't actually see the restraining order. I, I rode with one of the sheriffs one day because I wanted to see how it worked. Mm. And he showed me on the, on the computer, it has the name and everything of the person, and they pick him up or her up, whatever it is, and off they go. They gotta post bail, gotta get a lawyer, and it's a criminal case, it's a, it's a, it's a misdemeanor the first time out. But it's very enforceable, or it's a contempt of, of a court order. I generally didn't do the contempts. Uh, a couple times I had it in front of me, I kind of kicked it around to right. somebody else. Oh, I, judge! I, no, because I wasn't. Oh, judgey! I wasn't the original <laughs> issuing. I wasn't the original issuing. Judge. He's like, it's not the my department. About, in a lot of these states, they, the, the cops just come in and take the guns away. And I, I know we're all imagining lifetime TV for women, um, <laughs> where you know the f- husband is slapping up around his wife for burning the the, the oven. Pot, the pot but rolls. I know. Uh, uh, a, a fair number of divorced men, every single one of them has been accused of child molestation by his ex-wife. I mean, we've seen what has happened. I don't know how much you know about the Woody Allen case, but most people who looked at it didn't think it was true. Um, it's a very strong... Did he marry his daughter? Well, that's true. <laughs> right. um, it's a very strong it's weapon and can go a little too far the other way. These right. guns get taken away. I don't know about L.A. deferring to the judge on that, but I know in some of these northeastern states, they just come in and take all the guns away. Um, you have to go through a million procedures to get your guns back. Even when it's a BS complaint, the woman is just mad. She wants a divorce. Um, um, and and if, if you don't go through all the procedures to get your guns back, they'll sell them for you know 10 cents on the dollar. The other thing that concerns me about some of these um, and I'm sure the judge was sensitive to this issue. I mean, in the abstracts, because the way the laws are written, they are always thinking about lifetime TV for women. But a lot of husbands have way more resources and way more access to the law than a woman does. And a true, a true abuser, someone who is genuinely dangerous and going to hurt his wife, man, he can rush to the court first and get the restraining order and get her gun taken away. Well, well then she's then she's really. helpless. First of all, there's a difference between domestic violence cases. And restraining. and restraining orders in general. This is even a third way that's part of a civil litigation, but we don't get too much involved in that. That's usually a civil matter. But generally speaking, <clears throat> the requirements were called the burden of proof. You're a lawyer, you know that. Yes, burden I am. Of proof. Oh, man. Oh, my bad. <laughs> you could be too. That's right. I am. No, Look, I just... if Kim Kardashian could, be, could become a lawyer, why not? Yeah, you're right. And the, the, the reality is that the burden of proof. If Michael Avenatti can become a lawyer, <laughs> <laughs> he can visit with Jeff Epstein. They're going to be in the same place. <laughs> So, oh, so we're getting someday. to that story too. We have a lot to talk we about. Have a lot yeah, about. but but I want to talk about burden <laughs> right, of proof. Okay. In domestic rela- in domestic violence cases, they're heard in family court in California. Uh huh. Family court's a very separate place. Right. Where they do a lot of child support and family support. Oh, you ain't gonna tell me, Judge. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about the child support court. <laughs> but the burden of proof is only by a preponderance of the evidence, which is more likely than not. And I explain all that in my book, the differences between all of these various burdens and things. And I have a whole chapter in the book on restraining orders. 
Yes. And, and the book is called From the Trench to the From Bench. From the Trench to the Bench. No, I'm dying to read it. The other problem, and California is good on this. Most states are not good on this because California has the celebrity stalker cases. In most states... In, in, in order to get protection from a stalker, they have no, when they're writing the laws, they have no concept of a public figure. So you go through the list of, uh, you know, an all-out stalker. The FBI profiling unit has files, f file cabinets on this one guy. You try to get anything, anything to protect yourself. Um, were you married to him? Did you date him? Do you ever look? No, I did nothing. I appeared on TV. Right. Well, the, the not California is good on that because of the celebrity well, culture. Because of some of that, legislation was passed in 1978 that allowed the courts to regulate a lot of conduct that wouldn't come under domestic right. violence. Rebecca you, Schaefer case, right? Among many others. Oh, yeah. That was a big and one. And the, the fact of the matter is that burden of proof in restraining order court is clear and convincing evidence. That's a much higher burden yes. of proof. It's, right. it's between preponderance and beyond a reasonable doubt, somewhere in between comes that burden of proof. Yeah. And I took it very seriously. I heard hundreds. Uh, I took it very seriously. A respondent has an absolute right to a full trial, no jury. Full trial, uh, have lawyers, rules against hearsay, believe it or not, in California, in, in these kind of cases, is not applicable. So mm -hmm. all, That's the hearsay good, actually. all the hearsay comes in. The judge that I used to sit for, we was, she, that was her regular department. Uh -huh. I sat for her when she was out. She had a bad back and stuff like that. The, the fact of the matter is that she uh, didn't let hearsay in. And I used to say to her, but it's, there's a case. It says it's admissible evidence. Right? Yeah. You let it in, but you only give it the weight to which you think right. it's entitled. Right. So you, okay, I'm going to listen to all of it, but I don't believe any of it. Right. You know? So it gets in, but it doesn't have any real value. And so when you get to restraining order court, it's very different than family court, mm -hmm. day and night. And there's a right of appeal, there's full due process. And I took those cases very, very seriously because the ramifications yes. are life altering. Yeah. Yes. I was, I was just telling Sherrod, we were standing outside, that an immigration lawyer told me, not too long ago actually, that if you want to go Anne to Canada- loves, uh, immigration, by the way. She loves it. Love it. <laughs> Well, did He's you being sarcastic. Yes, in sixteen forty. When it's all Irish immigrants, you son of a bitch. <laughs> right, go ahead. What did the well, what did he tell you? That if you go to Canada and what? You can't get into Canada. They won't let you in if it's a restraining order That's on right. your record. I didn't even know oh, that. I didn't know that. If you I want to apply that. for a job, uh, loans, and things like that, there it is, and it's lifetime. 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 Lifetime ban. What? What? No, no, no. The ban is three years. But wow. the record is lifetime. You cannot get it off. It cannot be expunged. That seems unfair. I it's mean, it's worse because a temporary restraining order is ex parte. There's no other side. You, oh my goodness! You sign these orders. I had a real discussion with another judge, in, actually in Lancaster. He was granting like about 85 percent of these TROs, and I was saying to him, I said, "You can't do that right. because you're ruining these people's lives." Yeah, and they don't even know about it. They He's don't. Even know about I don't know. I, I granted. I, well, I don't. I once asked my clerk. What percentage of the cases that I heard that went beyond the TRO? She said you grant between five and eight percent. Good. Because I'm very he cautious was doing about seventy-five percent. 
80? on temporary restraining orders. That's crazy. But that's the where only one side is coming in, and it to totally changes the guy's life. And it's really easy to screw up people's lives. Oh, Welcome, hello. Jeff Leach is here. Get Hi. on the mic. Grab the, the mic you? close to you. I felt like you needed a British opinion. That's right. <laughs> Let me tell you how it really works. Say hi to the judge. We're talking about 1640. You I probably want to. <laughs> this is the kind of immigrant she liked to see. This is what Anne likes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I like the. But anyway, it's a, it's a very, very serious. It's a very, very serious procedure. Not only restraining orders because it's re you're, really, oh, okay. you're telling somebody in advance what they can do, and I got up to a lot of cases dealing with free speech. Do you restrain free yes, speech? Yes. 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 Sometimes. That's what all the stalkers claim. But but you know what? The law has changed dramatically since it was the original decision. Schenck versus the U.S. in 1919. That's a cool name. That's the case that they talked about fire in a crowded theater. All right. That's really not the law anymore. Pretty much anything other than inciting to violence, actual violence, right. is not restrainable. Right. And there are lots of cases on it. Yeah, and there are lots of stalkers and, who know that. Oh, I, I, had a celebrity, I had a celebrity person who was being stalked. She was a disc jockey. Okay. She came in. Uh, actually, she came in, and it was even for the temporary restraining order. Normally, we don't even come out. Uh -huh. we, we decide these in chambers. It's just files. You see somebody saying A, B, and C. You have no idea whether it's true or not. Right. right. But they're all in fear of their life. They're all, all of these things. They all lay it all out. And what are you going to do? You have to make a decision whether you're going to restrain somebody for at least 21 days, because that's the period right. between the hearing and the issuance of the temporary restraining order. Whether you're going you're gonna to restrain those people from doing and saying things. There's a lot, a lot of balancing that goes into these. I was advised years ago, and again, I'm not supposed to talk about this, but I can talk about it generally. And Race wars, long, baby. This was a long time ago. Yeah, nobody listens to this for <laughs> That's um, right. <laughs> Did you sign an NDA? Are you okay? <laughs> I can't get over the fact you just said disc jockey. I'm, I think that's adorable. <laughs> Have you heard that term before? <laughs> I mean, 100%. I used to be a DJ, but I like the fact that you call it disc jockey. It's such a sweet, yeah. old-timey no, way of saying it. That's exactly right. It's old time. I just want you to I'm be my still dad. Back. I'm still back Not in Not least because you can get me off the charges, but I mean, right. yeah. <laughs> he was referring to Dick Clark when he said this. Yeah. <laughs> when you started talking about 1919 laws, I was like, was he there? I don't know. 1640, I was not. <laughs> well, maybe I was. In another I, life, I've in a previous back, life. come back now to do... Make up for what I did the wrong the last time. <laughs> what were you advised by somebody? You just want to say. Oh, yeah, the FBI told me not to get uh -huh. a restraining order, um, though <laughs> FBI agents would have been there to test, but because they said you're just going to be in the same room with them and it doesn't really do anything. That's, That's not so. What? That's not the so. The FBI say that? I, I, you, I what was, does it do for I, me? I was just mentioning, I guess it was the charade outside about Gloria Allred. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gloria was being harassed by uh, somebody who was texting her a hundred times a day, whatever. Really. I'm not sure whose side I'm on, by the way. <laughs> well, she wanted a restraining order. Right. And then there's the argument, is it free speech or can you restrain somebody from harassing somebody else? And I granted it. And I ran into her partner, Mike Morocco, about six months later. I've known him for years. And I said, by the way, Mike, whatever happened after the restraining order was granted, she said, the day the guy got served, it stopped. 
That's not that's somebody who's going to go out with a gun or whatever it is. Um, but that's I would an example counter of where you, but really I would be getting work. into too many details. But what, what? as soon as we're off air. Well, surely that's based on the mental stability of the person who's been stalking, you know, the celebrity or the public figure. You know, that's that's. They might enrage somebody else, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you tell people you can't yeah. do this anymore. They go, well, I'll show you what I can do. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's it's probably, about power, that's isn't it? That's what stalking true. is. It's yes. about power. But if you take the guns away, presumably that ends that threat. It's Although I had a guy who came in with a machete, he was right. staring people with a machete in the Men are strong. In an, aisle, in an, an alleyway. Oh, I think he was. was a he was just a Jamaican. See, he's a chef. I told you. I think he was. I know. I'm a judge too, judge. I but know I took his machete away. Did you? I did. But how is he going to cut his sugar cane? <laughs> <laughs> he'll, figure out, he'll figure out another way to do that. Now, what, what we got to talk about with the, all this gun violence going on in Ohio and El Paso. Your boy just went down to El Paso. They hate him down there, but he's still coming through to... Uh... You must be watching MSNBC. Wait, who's your boy? Who's your boy? <laughs> Trump. I, I didn't think he was your boy anymore. No, but so I like Thank the you for you, reading my Twitter feed. I'm like, I you, Sharon. But I always off. refer to him <laughs> as her boy. I don't read your Twitter feed. I had to unfollow you. I Why? Can't. Oh, because... What, you unfollow him? I had to. I have Why? an excellent Twitter feed. Listen, I like you one-on-one. -on -one. You know that, but your rhetoric online... Fantastic. Read that absolute trite. Like what? It's Give me an example. Like everything that comes out of your fingers Excellent. onto that keyboard is depressingly, <laughs> depressingly off kilter. Fantastic. But what a wonderful career you have, Van Coulter. <laughs> Thank you. That's what it is, right? Wait, I mean, if a comedian was writing the same thing, you would Trump laugh your ass anymore. off. I at least knew that Anne isn't really, you know, Team Trump. Anymore. I know. So yeah, they turned. They turned on each other. Yeah. Once he got into the White House. Like all lovers. Like That's all right. ex-lovers uh, too. Yeah. It was all <laughs> Stormy Daniels vibe one. about you, Anne. You know? <laughs> yeah, they uh, they used to be tight. They used to be tight as tight as tight. They call, what happened? Well, they call Anne Coulter Windy Daniels out there on the stage. <laughs> well, um, is it because I, he's a uh, uh, almost you just white distracted supremacy? me because I want to throw out. I don't even think he had <laughs> sex with Stormy Daniels, but I think it's something worse than that. They made love, Anne. They made love. I think it was fingering love. No, I think it's worse than that. I think he wants people to think he did. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. He is so tacky. You might and be right. by the way, I knew all of that, and it's all in my book in Trumpy Trump. I knew all the downside, yeah. but I thought we were getting a wall. Right. And if Democrats weren't insane, they could so easily beat. Okay, this guy. so that's why you mad with Trump because the wall didn't come yet. Because all we get is tweets. All we get is tweets. Maybe he can build the wall out of tweets, <laughs> like print all those up. <laughs> so what do you think's going on? What are they going to do to him in El Paso when he lands there today? Because he's landing. Oh, there'll right be now. a huge crowd that supports him. And. You don't think I mean, it's going if to be you protests? only interview people who hate the president, you might get sort of a. It's hard to find impression. any other body, any other persons that uh, support him. Like that, you're watching too much. Yeah, TV. I, I, you know, I had a conversation this morning with my girlfriend like about get it, get about the fact that yesterday I went on another show yesterday, and I was spilling some of the, what I thought I knew to be truthful about um, about him denouncing now denouncing neo Nazis and the KKK, and white, supremacist. Uh, white supremacist. Very recently, this this comment has come out. Finally, however, no, but this is this no. that's the that's that's the, uh, the answer I had. I said, well, it's about time. He finally very directly did that when a, a journalist has asked him a question. And then they pulled up a number of videos, all of which I went and fact-checked afterwards, that have shown him denouncing yeah. white supremacists, the KKK, and Nazis. Yeah. And I didn't know that. And it's because I'm fed. I'm still guilty of being fed a very um, specific but propaganda yeah, no, he's from always, the he's liberal always left. He's always said you know? it, but he's always played the fence in a way, too, because he's no, always kind of... playing the fence. When he said it's good people on both sides, what the fuck was that? Well, I'm, I <laughs> would absolutely have been in agreement with you if I hadn't then went back and fact-checked and watched some of these things. Now, don't get me wrong. I still think Trump is an abhorrent person and not fit to be president of this country. 
We wow. don't However, disagree, but you are right. Has he denounced KKK and neo-Nazis previously yeah. over multiple times? The real times question, Jeff, yes, have you? I didn't know that. <laughs> have you, Jeffrey? Well, I'm not going to kill my biggest demographic. I mean, look at me. I'm the white future. That's your base. I'm a half-Romanian Macedonian gypsy. Uh, my girlfriend is a Puerto Rican Jamaican. I mean, uh, I'm like, They I'm would the, just stab everybody in your house. I'm the, I'm the poster boy for neo-Nazism, surely. But, you know, I just it was a moment of, of, of clarification. Like, I like to be, I think but I should do be think that his rhetoric, I'm not, I'm not you talk about. You talk about Anne's rhetoric on Twitter. Do you mm. think the president's rhetoric has anything to do with all this gun violence that's going on? No. And all this uh, the, the El Paso oh, shooting. Please. El Paso, the dude going down there and shooting up Mexican uh, children and couples. Uh, do I think that the, the, the most, uh, at least as far as we're, we're considered to be, that the most powerful man in politics in this country you gotta watch is, what he, is his anger and his vehement rage on Twitter, you know, part of a problem? Yes, of course, of course it will. Do you think it it's fanning the flames? Does it incite people to certain, uh, you know, f feelings about things? Absolutely. But do I think, you know, people who weren't already racist suddenly go, well, I'm gonna be racist now just because Trump's- No, not you know, racist, and, violent. You can be racist all I you want, money. I, I don't want to talk about racist people. I think I humans are inherently violent, violent people. I think we have to learn. It's a social construct to learn to not act like animals. Right. Uh, you have to separate the violence from what people think. I mean, this is the first time we've ever heard this argument that if violent, if person does something violent, whatever he believes, not only does that prove what he believed was wrong, but anyone who believes that must also be a violent person. Look at the Fort Hood shooter he shoots up murders 13 people at why what was he upset about the war in iraq does that mean that obama was wrong when he ran for office pledging to pull troops out does that mean it was a bad idea to pull troops out no of course it doesn't we never say that in after 9 11 we kept having to hear about why did the terrorists hate america maybe we shouldn't have such a strong presence in the middle east they're mad at us for our support for israel we're bossing everybody around starting stupid i mean we had those conversations and nobody said oh no no mm. we can't talk about that because that's what the Terrorists thought. Well, actually, I mean, violence the terrorists hate America because you guys didn't train them well enough. That's that's the why they hate America. <laughs> Maybe if you'd arm them a little okay, better and train them a little better. You're not going to be my, my favorite immigrant anymore, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up this America bashing. I'm going to start saying send them back. Oh, I didn't bash America. I bashed the governance of this country. I mean, you know. Okay, it's the that's same thing. That's a difference. Thing. Oh, is it? That's and a there's difference. The, there's the issue. There's that's the a issue. difference. Yeah. yeah, but you know, if you listen to some of the recordings, at one of the rallies... And when he was talking about, I'm not that Florida thing. Yes, go ahead. No, and he was saying they, they were, the people in the audience were saying, "Shoot them." Oh, That's shoot the them. Florida thing. Yes, the whole audience. Oh, never going to go. Well, we do uh, laugh at Florida for a lot of things. So why stop now? <laughs> oh, exactly. We know they're deplorable people. <laughs> From Disney oh my gosh, that the... gets played every five minutes on MSNBC. They dig something up. Some but he did laugh. He laughed at it. That su suggests to most people that it was a joke. Sure but I'm, I'm saying after that, who they were joking? I mean, I like yes. The that's person what, when you have an audience of ten thousand people and they laugh. Yes, it's a joke. No, I'm saying. In fact, yes, it's funny. Because he said that somebody yelled, "Shoot them!" and that was a knock, knock. <laughs> When the entire audience is laughing, I think we know what they're feeling. It's not about a strong it opener. Let's agree okay. on that. It's not the strongest opener. <laughs> murder them. That's the joke. That's the whole joke. Just murder these innocent people. Let's murder them. Because they want uh, asylum in America. One exactly. drunk guy in the panhandle. But the drunk guy, I mean, in the crowd. Oh, what? Trump was there? <laughs> yeah, he was there as well. Tr was it was Trump's rally. He says, "What are we going to do?" They're pouring across the and board. Somebody yelled. You can't even hear the person yelling. So, shoot him! Oh, I heard him heard say, shoot "Yell him. out!" Yells out, "Shoot him!" The whole audience is laughing. He says, "Oh, you can only say stuff like that in wherever he was." The panhandle. Oh, they yeah, laugh the panhandle. At the panhandle. 
When people are laughing, I don't think you need to start locking your doors at night. But when people start shooting right after you, they, you say yeah. shit like this, <laughs> that's when you lock your doors. Well, okay, yeah. but then, then the New like, York mm, Times is. Maybe I should change that joke. <laughs> then the New York Times is also giving material support to to terrorists for the things they say about Give you know whether we should be in whether we should have gone into Iraq um, or um, how how every black man is shot in America by a racist cop. Um, and then there are Pretty riots much. in Ferguson and riots in Baltimore. And how about but all the those cops being are- shot in Dallas right after Obama says um, that, that black men are being shot because of racism? We have never made this argument before. I, I said that did inflame it. Inflame it? You didn't hold Obama responsible. I think I remember that, Sherrod Small. Uh, first of all, Obama is uh, can't be held responsible for anything <laughs> stupid. He's a great man and still is a great man. I will vote for him again. You know, again. So you know you'd rather Obama than Trump. Say it. And? Um, I'm not going to admit to that. You know you're right. You know it. <laughs> you know you prefer Obama to Trump. I really hope that the, the governance just goes further and further and further right wing to the point where Ann Coulter has to become deplorable to them. Yeah. And she becomes an over liberal. I love that. That's but what's I always happen. like him because but that's what I liked about Trump. He wasn't conservative. There are a lot of things that I did yeah. like about Obama. Mm. For example, his foreign policy. Yes. And Trump said, I mean, both of them said they're going to end the wars. We've been in Afghanistan. Kids are being sent to Afghanistan who weren't born on 9-11 what the <laughs> f are we doing there so yeah. both obama and trump promised to pull out that isn't a conservative policy my complaint with trump isn't that he isn't pursuing conservative policies i don't think he was really running on conservative policies he was running on a basket of issues that no politician had ever offered us before not particularly right wing right um and now he's not doing any of it all he's doing is tweeting so he was all talk correct oh and least obama <laughs> wasn't all talk right he got things done. He, he was, was a action. good talker. Like Teddy Roosevelt. He, he got action. He in. was an eloquent talker. Like FDR. Which should be a, Fabulous a, speaker. That should be a staple of your president, surely. Just right. just, just not sounding we like you just... We seem to go back and forth between good speakers and the um, marbles in their mouths, guys. So we had... Um, <laughs> So um, you know, we had Bush, the first Bush. Ab- there's something the matter with the Bushes. Why can't those people talk? They can't inbreeding. talk. Inbreeding. It's all inbreeding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's why so when you make love he to couldn't your talk. Then we get Mr. Smooth Clinton. Then we get his son, the Bush who can't talk. Yeah. Um, oh, so what you're saying is all the Democratic keep- leaders have been eloquent speakers, and all the no, Republicans have been. Reagan was pre. Reagan was good. Oh, Beautiful. Because speaker. Reagan was an actor, My though. He knew how to act. He was highly trained. My and thought is. The same way um, I do with boyfriends, I'll go from okay. good-looking and stupid to um, really smart but physically unattractive. <laughs> um, and similarly, I think voters go from... Who's the better way? That's why we never dated, Anne, you, because I'm, I'm you're both... You're both eloquent and gorgeous. Oh, that's very sweet of you to say. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> yes, how I couldn't take it all. No, it's because you're 10 years old. Uh, <laughs> I hate meeting good-looking young man. <laughs> so you go back and forth between good speakers and people who can't speak. And right. if Democrats were smart, they'd run someone who's, well, number one, sane, which apparently isn't in the cards, and number two, a beautiful speaker. If you have to vote for one of the Democrats running now, who's your boy? Who's your girl? Who's your whatever? Biden? Bernie Sanders, 2016. 
You like Bernie. He's he was wanted to build a wall and he wanted to keep out illegals for to help the working class of America. He wanted to build the wall. Yes, Bernie did. Well, he didn't specifically. He didn't, the chant wasn't build the wall, but he attacked liberals. What are your liberals. plans for this wall? I feel like you've taken out advertising space or something. You're invested <laughs> in the wall. I'm so invested much. in the wall. So he's got a and so, wall and the reason <laughs> this lunatic and he was a lunatic and we knew he was a lunatic. I went into this perfectly clear-eyed with Trump. The reason. So many Americans, and they aren't Americans we meet in New York City or Los Angeles, they sure, are sure, working sure. class Americans, voted for Trump is because who gets screwed the most by the dump of low-wage labor on the country? As Bernie Sanders said, oh. this is this is what the Koch brothers want. This is what the corporate, they want more and more cheap labor. And who's gotten screwed in this country decade after decade is the manufacturing class, it's African Americans, it's Hispanic Americans. Right now, I think it's the middle class, isn't it? Which is rapidly it's, it's just going up. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, I'm I not going to be Heard? I'll I mean, get... You never really had a look in. You weren't really given a chance. We need to build a wall to keep these English out. At least some of, us, some of us white middle class people, we had a chance. Once upon <laughs> you had now. no chance. Oh. What a red coat. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, finish. But that's that's it. I don't think anyone at this table is going to be hurt. We'll get cheap maids, cheap. So Trump let I all these people down. So he's going to lose. fellow Americans. So will he lose? In 2020? I don't think so, because you people won't run someone Who, blacks? normal. Yeah, of course. Whenever I say you people, I mean blacks, Sherrod. <laughs> no, the Democrats. You on time. You're always a week late. <laughs> I'm an independent, them. first of all. I'm like the judge. Me and the judge are independents. Oh, okay. For years. Always I'm, I'm feeling like I've become more of um. Actually, I, 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 I be careful what I say. I'm certainly more <laughs> centrist in my outlook now that I've seen the amount of lunacy on both on right both sides. Oh, I've grew up seeing Which, it. I don't think that's anything new. A lot of people are aware of that. There's always been fanaticism, and it's you know it's right. cyclical and, and and circular in terms of politics. So, as as so we're looking for somebody right. moderate in this fucking election. How do you feel about libertarianism? Are you guys are you libertarians? Do you, do you, do you think that <laughs> governance would be better served and suited if it was more concerned about the immediate local populace of a state? or a city yes. rather than the entire country? No, I think it got to yes. be a federal s situation. No, you're okay, absolutely why? I'm right. I'm interested to know why because I'm starting to come because around to Because, I mean, of... some things can be left up to like local governments or whatnot, but you know what? That's how a fucking a lot of Jim Crow shit stayed around. So you need the federal government sometimes to step in and say, this is how we're going to do stuff. That's say, a, that's this is how we're going to take exception. money from all of you. No, this is how we're going to fucking keep <laughs> No, I agree with so we you. Don't, and just like the minimum wage and shit like that, you got the federal government got to do that. So no, maybe like a limitation a on... a example of where it should be local. I mean, it varies so much from state to state. But it's, I mean, they and still should right be in charge of And you're right on civil rights, but everyone is piggybacking on, on the black experience claiming, oh, we're black. Oh, the gays you're talking about? Gays, immigrants, feminists. No. They took our hard work as you black people. We took all the beatings, the struggle. Still taking the beatings and the struggle. But everybody like this. Hey, we shall yes. overcome. It's like, nigga, let we overcome first. Sherrod, you would have yes. lived in the house, though. You know you would have done. Yeah, you would have done. Yeah, you would have done. That's right. That's why I get so you many spots at the cellar because I listen. <laughs> That's right. I'm, everybody knows I'm a conformist. <laughs> Not conformist. No, you're just too clever to oh. suffer. Oh, I'll have the whites outside the house while we all in the house. There that would, go. yeah. With a DJ, you get in the <laughs> house party. That's but, right. Yeah. No, but I honestly, I'm, I'm starting to consider the idea that maybe I need to do a little bit more looking into libertarianism because I think the idea of um, localizing governance is is, is 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 how you serve the local community better, and it. It's, in You're some cases, in right. some things, yes, but that's how things can also get out of control. Well, you can also no, have a limit, a limit on what the federal governance could do. Right, you know, that's you why we have a federal constitution and some federal laws. This, it's actually federalism, not libertarianism you're right, talking okay. about. And that was the design of the constitution. It's brilliant. It's the most freedom-promoting document 
ever created by man for exactly the reasons you're describing. So for the big stuff, you have federal protection, you have constitutional rights, way too, more fe too many federal laws. But then, you know, state by state, you can decide, do we want to have pornography on every corner? Do we want to have legalized prostitution? Yes or and yes. Okay, well then, compare states at the end of the year. Back me up, Judge, come on. But that's the <laughs> struggle that's going to go on right now, the constitutional issue. We are in a constitutional challenge. But right sometimes now. the Constitution gets in the way of progress just like anything else. But why not let people... It depends on whether people... you're a strict constructionist or whether you're Agreed. somebody that's going to... Like FDR who fucking, liberally. Yeah, look at it liberally and fucking get Social Security and programs like that started when they called it socialism back then and they, it wasn't. Can I ask the judge? It was like some people, is, do, we deserve some this shit. Is, this is your world. This is where you have a deep intellect that I will never have um, about these issues. Um, when you talk about the, uh, oh, I've forgotten my bloody question. Ah, uh, you <laughs> dumb English bastard. You so dumb Harry Potter sound. Okay, oh, that's it. That's what I was going to ask. Is <laughs> constitutionally, and again, I'm a foreigner. I'm an immigrant. Whatnot. So I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> yes. Um, most most laws and and laws that you have to adhere to and that you have to put into practice every single day when you go to work. Are, are updated as the times change, as new laws change, as new federal and state laws change, the way that you process that law changes. And this constitution has existed for a rather, lo a rather long time yeah. without any updates. No, they have updated it. It's been a million How often, how often, well, major, major. 26 so amendments. Yeah, how, often do they, how often do they Letting update women this vote thing, was yeah. a major amendment and a huge mistake. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, somebody says it. A woman says it. Well, you're not for women voting, man? It was a rash experiment. It needs to be reconsidered. <laughs> well, this, I'm showing my naivety. I'm the showing audience my naivety. is with me. <laughs> <laughs> who got that changed? The Teddy Roosevelt? Was it Teddy? Who got women to vote? Was it Teddy? It was in the 20, it was like 1919. Does anybody have a Oh, that was uh, Woodrow Wilson. And by the way, you guys got Woodrow the vote Wilson. before we did. And that was correct. Yes. I nailed it. I know what so I'm how, how often is that updated? And he also had a stroke in office, and his wife was well, actually the first female president because she ran that shit while he was sick. <laughs> so everything went through her for a year and a half. Woodrow Wilson's way. He got a stroke when he came back from signing that treaty in motherfucking Europe. I wanted to hear from a lawmaker, <laughs> or at least sorry. someone who, <laughs> sorry, someone who, who, who establishes the law. Well, you know, how, do you think it's updated regularly ways. enough? Or? No, because you get into the same debate whether you could apply something strict construction versus a more liberal view of it. Yes. So the law doesn't have to be in the form of a passage of a bill or a law. It's the way the Constitution is applied and the courts as the Supreme Court changes. And it's for the people. <laughs> so that can always change. It's like you got to do the Constitution is for the people. So anything it's doing is going to be helping title. the people. Should be a great that should be a great radio show for, for the, the people. people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Looking at the judges with me on this. Mm -hmm. The judge understands. That's my show. Sorry, man. That's what we meant. <laughs> That's what he meant. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, there's so many different ways. When you talk about libertarianism, it sounds very good in the abstract. Absolutely. If you were a communist in the in the 1920s, yeah. after Nicholas was assassinated. It sounded pretty good yeah. on the face of it. Obviously, it wasn't, but it sounded good. Everything, all of these things sound good. Wait, I'm, what's you your argument? Because communism sounded good. It never sounded good to me because communism it sounded, sounded good. good uh, therefore, to some people, no, in this country, when we, went through that, when we went through a depression, it sounded good to a lot of motherfuckers because people no. were starving and needed a, a way out. And when the No, there were people who were ready to revolt against the Romanovs. But some things That's sound good and actually are good. Government control. That was government control by the Tsar. Right, in the Russian I don't think that's a good argument against libertarianism. Well, Some things that sound good are good. Ice cream sundae sounds delicious. It actually is good. It's not good for you. So It'll just because communism <laughs> sounded good It'll enough to me. Um, it did to the peasants. Good. It sure did sound good to the working people. 
who had been oppressed no, by the czar. <laughs> your argument is because communism sounded good but wasn't, therefore libertarianism, even though it, because it sounds good, isn't good. No, for no, that's not the conclusion. I know, I know you're a very good lawyer. That's, <laughs> that's not the that's well, not. Well, you the guys fuck already. True <laughs> libertarianism. The bottom, the bottom. <laughs> I would definitely watch that as well. I just want to say. No, because I'm living in that state that does not allow pornography on every street corner. I'm well, living that's in a, these small that's, little... But that's, <laughs> an interesting sub, that's an interesting stuff. That's a that's a subject that's been going on for a while too, and I had a, on my show uh, Ginger Banks, and I've had oh yeah, she's uh, been on Lisa too. Ann has yeah, been on my show. On my show. And the fact of the matter is that there's really the same argument that people are making about abortion. Should a woman have the right to do whatever he she wants to do? With and her he body. too, and versus the government interfering. That's why I loved being assigned to restraining orders because that's what we did. We basically decided. Whether the government should stand in and stop them from doing it, or you go let them do it as long as they're not going to hurt anybody. Right. But Jeff's point, which I agree with, is, okay, um, these are going to be issues that people are going to disagree about. I mean, the little stuff in life, the pornography, the salt on the table, um, whether you have um, congestion pricing. Well, smaller issues have bigger implications. But it has a big implication in your life. Mm. So why shouldn't you be allowed to move to the place that most has the um, sort of mix of issues, the kind of place you want to live in? So you can have the Jerry Falwell. I think you make people vote in a much more concerned way, in a much more concise way, because then they won't necessarily be voting for everybody. Well, no, no, they won't be voting for For a Republican simply because because they're a Republican, yes. that's how they've always voted. They will go, well, actually, this candidate really wants to change but that's the homelessness in situation in Los Angeles. Yes. And that's something that I'm very seriously uh, you know, focused on right yes. now. But that's what you and do so, with your local politicians. That's what local politicians are all about. But that's what he's about. saying. I, I, I make think people more have local. Lost, uh, yeah, they make it um, you know, slightly more powerful within the local. Um, I totally but I think your vote does, vote does that. When you, I mean, unfortunately, I'm a green card holding legal resident, so I can't vote in anything Thank yet. Thank God but. you can't vote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And you nobody needs your stupid rat. opinions affecting our elections. I'm like the husband in cuckold pornography. No one cares what I think. I'm just there, I'm just there to watch and cry. And breathe. Just watch and cry. Just hope enough black guys show up to swing things in my face. Hey, and you win for analogies. And you're going to be looking at the abortion fight very soon. Yeah. Right. That it now, that was local. Abortion is about to be taken away from women in a lot of these states. They have already has been. Nah. Alabama, yeah. <coughs> and uh, Illinois is up no. on there as a couple. Nah. Uh, pe- people do not know what Roe versus Wade really means. What is it? Most people have it's no term, clue. Right? First of all, Roe versus Wade was overturned. Didn't, no, not yet. Yeah, and Casey. It may not. It wasn't overturned to say abortion is unconstitutional, but the whole trimester no, but the system, point, that's overturning but, but the it. The point was that Roe versus Wade said in the first trimester, it's trimester. the states cannot uh, uh, prohibit abortions. The second trimester, they can under the circumstances of presented in each individual case. And the third is the third trimester that no state should, be, uh, should allow it to take place in that third trimester. It didn't say abortions are legal for whenever, whenever, right. wherever. Right. That's not what it said at all. It was a very reasoned opinion. If you read it, it's yeah. a long opinion. If you read Casey it, Casey overturned that. Did you catch him it's quick? I'm not sure. <laughs> it got rid of the trimester catch. system. It's now since the '90s. It's the undue burden test, and it really is just based on what 
what the justices think about an undue burden. But that's, and no, I don't think abortion will be outlawed. For one thing, you'll be able to get an abortion until age 13 in New York and California. Give me a break if you think it's anything else. Probably Illinois, all the coastal states. There'll be like four states where you- What have you got? It's like some states that got one fucking abortion clinic for the state. It's yeah, like, what the fuck? What, what kind of barbaric have, shit is that? Mostly you'll have um, more p- parental notification, um, spousal notification, that's a big issue. Why does the Supreme Court have to decide that? Um, but it'll be limits like because that. Because that's not the woman's, like the woman, I think though, I, I try to stay out of abortion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless I got to pay for them, which I have. <laughs> but as far as making the decision, it's always on the woman. Of course. It's always. I never, I go, hey, what you going to do? It's like Chris Rock old joke. Hey, what you going to do? This old man can say when a woman says uh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Hey, what you, what you going to do? <laughs> I think it's and very... I'll, I'll go from there. <laughs> I think it should be the fetus's decision. That's what you think? Uh-huh. Should the fetus be able to I vote and smoke all... and drive? And, and be armed. <laughs> and be armed, too. You and the baby need to uh, protect itself least two from arms. the abortionist. <laughs> and, and the reality is the Supreme Court may decline to hear any of these abortion cases. And it's going to stay what, in the states? <laughs> stays in the night, whatever circuit it's in. Whatever the ruling was in that circuit, it becomes it stays the law, unless it's reversed by the Supreme Court, either on a writ of certiorari or otherwise. Right. And the reality here is, I it's a hot issue. You never know. Justice Roberts, Chief Justice Roberts, has been vacillating on certain issues that everybody thought he would stay on one side, and he's not. Yeah, I like that about and, him. That he's switching and, it up. And so, it, it, even though most of the decisions are five four, I'm not so sure that some of those justices aren't movable. Right. I just don't think the world is going to change that much when it's eventually overturned. Well, if you have abortions, there'd be less people. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's just <laughs> numerically. Well, yeah, maybe. maybe but we not. still kill them fast here, so I think we're going to stay even. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings you back to gun violence. Yeah. And what, what do you think is going to happen with that? You think they're going to? Uh, oh, I think they're they're paying attention. Now. It's time now, right, Judge? Well, I, I, it was very interesting. I noticed that Governor DeWine. Ohio, Ohio, making big changes. Has <coughs> basically responded to the people's complaints of uh, do something, you know. Yes. He's always been kind of a twit. Oh, um, here you go, because he's saying the right but, stuff now. But in the interest of comedy, <laughs> I will suggest a gun a gun law that I think the one gun law we, we genuinely need, and the rest are all nonsense and BS and won't do a thing, and that is what they're calling it now, the girlfriend law. Um, for, most of, for most of the murders, the gun is acquired by someone who can't buy a gun, driving up to the gun shop, having his girlfriend go in and buy it, and they never yeah. prosecute for those, if it's even against the law. That's a huge, huge loophole, and of course, mental health. Yeah. Well, I, I suggested, I went to, actually went to Washington and sat with a U.S. senator and his legal people. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I made a water. suggestion that they used restraining orders to establish a national database. In other words, that person has had a trial, the equivalent of a trial, mm-hmm. and presumably got all the due process that is afforded or should be afforded to any uh-huh. And then it, as part of the national database, if somebody is going to sell a gun, they need to look on the database. If the name is there, it's a red right. flag. That's, the, that's, the, that's the language DeWine was using, and it's exactly what I've been saying along, all along. It's a red flag. What, what they have to do is obviously not sell them the gun or ammunition, 
but they have to notify law enforcement. That's the red flag. Yeah. Right. If somebody's going trying to get a gun, and there's an order that says you can't get a gun or ammunition. And so what he said to me, this senator, he says, it's, it's a great idea, but you'll never get it through the Congress. The NRA will never agree to anything like that. They run shit. And so it didn't go anywhere. And then I met with Schumer and Gillibrand's executives, whatever. They loved the idea, too, using a national database of restraining wild about orders. This re I'm, I'm sure every restraining order you issued was deserved. But you told, told us your colleague was giving 90% of them. So would it be for the temporaries? That's the temporaries. You mean the real ones that you have a day in court with, with the judge and all that? It's a trial. With the trial. So you already fair. had a judge trial. It's fair. And it's a high so, burden. Well, yes, the high judge. burden. <laughs> high well, burden of proof. Well, you know, people always ask me, do, do I allow my personal feelings to ever involve in any No, decisions? I'm just kidding. And the reality is I took it very, very seriously because I knew the ramifications of it. But this one it provides the red flag to law enforcement that there's somebody they should be taking a look at. Right. If they're doing it and they know that, that they're doing it and they're trying to violate a court order, which is a crime in and of itself. Right. The fact of the matter is that uh, once they know this person's out there, they can look at the internet. They can check the well, social okay, media. Well, okay, but when law is. enforcement is contacted, is this? <coughs> I, I'd be for this if you're just calling in law enforcement and they're looking at the guy and deciding whether he can. That's it. Although I don't know. No, that's right. it. You're right, and your instinct is Martin right. Martin Luther King was turned down for a gun permit that that's can be the white used man. very capriciously. That's the white man doing that for us. Well, we're not talking about permits now. We're talking about people who have been adjudicated to be unstable. Because but they that's might one be the unstable thank in you. one way. They could have OCD. They're wa oh, thank you. They're washing their hands all day, but they're not a threat to anyone. But that's but we, we're, as, as judicial officers, neutrals, we look at the facts very clearly. If somebody's washing their hands, and they're obsessive compulsive doesn't mean you can grant somebody a restraining order. Right. In fact, in every restraining order that I ever signed, I had a factual I had a factual finding. This is the reason why I'm granting it, and uh, never vicariously and never capriciously. But the reality is, you can see if somebody was threatening somebody with a gun. Here's a great true true case. A lady came into court with her cell phone. The respondent was not present. She was, the petitioner was. And she showed me on her, on her uh, cell phone. She gives it to the bailiff and they bring it up and on, I read it. Yeah. It was a picture of a lady that was threatening her. And the lady was sitting on the floor with a beer can in one hand and a gun in the other. <laughs> Album cover. I said, you know, yeah. I said, it didn't take me right very long. swipe. With a, with a little note, you know, you could be next. I don't remember exactly. Oh. But I said to myself, that this is a person who shouldn't have a gun. And a factual finding, this person should not have a gun. And I signed that order. Whatever happened, I have no idea. And you may be right that sometimes it doesn't have the effect that you hope it will. Maybe it inspires people to do things they wouldn't have done before. No, that's not I'll what I'm worried you. about. I'm, not, I'm worried about not every restraining order in the country being as good a case. Right. Well, you know what? I, I thought about this. I gave it a lot of thought because I had a lot of neighbor cases. The neighbor's making too much noise. Right. Or, or the dog is barking or whatever it is that they come in and talk about. And I heard many, many, many of those. Yes. And if you grant the restraining order, and sometimes they file what they call cross petitions. Mm, yeah. They end up both get restraining orders. Right. And, uh, but you have to ask for that in advance. You can't just ask for it at the, at the hearing. Uh-huh. And so uh, should that person have to carry this... Uh, basic uh, uh, negative 
reporting for the rest of their right. lives. Mm. Scarlet letter. And so that's why when I was riding with the sheriff at that time and I was looking at the, I, I checked one of my own cases to see what it said, how mm. close was it to what I really did. And I had brought the file number, the file number. so we ran it, we ran it. If you make a factual finding, it's a bunch of neighbors fighting with each other. Right. It's not gonna get to the conclusion that anybody's unstable or anything, it's just a neighborhood dispute. But when you have people coming in, like I had this case, the guy was raping a 12-year-old, 13-year-old girl. Jeffrey Epstein. Re regular basis. And he was there with his lawyer. I nailed it. And uh, <laughs> it was going on for almost three years. Jesus! And finally, she reported it to the school administrator or something, and they got the guy. And he, was gonna, he wanted to testify. I said to him, you know, is there a criminal case pending? Yes. I said, are you sure you want to testify here today? Because if you do, you're waiving your Fifth Amendment right. right. I said to the lawyer, I said, you uh -huh. sure you want your client to testify? Yeah. The facts look pretty pretty clear. Yeah, he wants to tell a story. I said, okay, tell your story. She well, seduced him. I was just he guessing. said that? Did he say it? No, he didn't. I don't uh -huh. know. Now, you, now you're making me think about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a TV uh, movie. <laughs> no, but the way it was is that it was the father of one of her girlfriends, and she would go over to their house, oh. and the father would take her into the other room. Oh. And then he started oh. taking her to motels. Obviously, I granted that one, and that's a serious one. That's a guy that shouldn't have a gun. He shouldn't have freedom. Right, but you're well, saying all of the these restraining all orders would prevent people from getting guns. Even the neighbor dispute ones. You know what? Believe it or not, if you look at the criminal dockets, you're going to find situations where neighbors shoot each other or whatever. Rand Paul. He was a. Yeah, he, mowing he's the had lawn. like three years of surgery from this nut. Neighbor dispute. I had a I had a case where they uh -huh. they want a restraining order against the next door neighbor because they claim that the neighbor had killed their cat. Mm. Tore the pussy out. Well, that's a good. Oh, line. real cat. That's a great line. <laughs> I'm sorry, real. I, I, what a great lead-in that was. Unknowingly, I might add. Nah, we are on to the Epstein case. So the bottom line. Hey. The bottom line was. Finally. I didn't grant that. Why? Because. It has to be a continuing course of conduct. Right. It and can't cats be a ain't one time. I said, what do you want me to do? Issue yeah, a restraining order. She can't kill the next cat? I mean, you obviously can't do that. Right. So every case has to stay on its own. And every fact, we have a court reporter. Everything is a matter of public record. Here, this is what I think should be done. I think your stories are making clear that we can't just go by restraining orders across the country, not all of which are issued by you. Um, but I do think, and by the way, many of my libertarian friends disagree with me on this, but I think there are enough protections here because you look at a lot of these killers, um, James Holmes, the Joker. Yeah. I mean, you just look at their mugshots. All the white dudes. Waffner. Uh, all you whites. just look at the Massive picture mugs. and you can see... Stark raving mad. Um, so, and I think they used to do things like this for, um, um, you need the threat of institutionalization to force schizophrenics to take their medicine. A lot of them don't need to be institutionalized mm. and they can have normal lives. But you need the threat of that. No, how do you do that? I say one family member, one shrink, I guess, doctor, one law enforcement officer, and a judge hears the case. And I don't think if you have those three, yeah, there are people who have family members who hate them, and there could be one asshole cop, and there could be, well, lots of screwy shrinks, but all three of them, plus a judge talking to the guy, right. I don't think is gonna force someone, we're not dealing with Soviet Union level um, 
forced institutionalization because so many of these killers are so obviously crazy. Well, I, I, crazy I, like the Ohio dude. They said he in high school. First of all, everybody who oh, was with him, they said he was crazy. He had a hit list and a rape list. Mm. Yeah. One he left on the bathroom wall. It's like, the one who what the, the first, fuck? The first date with the girl he dated, he showed her videos of um, of a mass shooting. Yes. Was like yes. Sometime, and he was doing he was psych studying psychology. That. I mean, let me say something. You got to kill this and a rape list. I mean, it's her fault. She should have fucked him. Really, he didn't even get thrown out the school. He didn't even get thrown out the school for that. Right. He didn't even get thrown out the school for a rape and kill right. us. But it right. still comes down to wow, the two words. Wow, that's some white privilege. <laughs> it still comes down to the two words, red Well, flag. same with Cruz in Parkland. What, he uh, made a list too? Not a li no, worse than that. He was committing felonies constantly. Yeah, they have this thing there. about, oh, we have to end the school to prison pro pipeline. So schools, it's this great you know, education department idea. Um, so they won't report crimes for, of kids in school because yeah. they say oh my gosh he, he'll he won't go straight to medical school after after serving the home so they soup don't to the homeless um, so they don't report that stuff and that's why a lot of things because I totally agree with you hit list that doesn't show up <laughs> when the guy is buying a gun no the schools bury it that's bananas but, but if you have the first call the initiating call the red flag call to law enforcement that such and such is out there and he might or she might be a threat. They don't have to go through any major search. They could check perhaps social media, yeah. friends, right. who's he hanging out with, who she's hanging out with, things like Pull that. Up the manifesto on and Reddit. At least they might have found, they might have found it. These guys bets. They might have found some of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, how someone can issue, issue uh, a manifesto of violence yeah. online publicly and then not be immediately picked up I think 70% of Reddit manifestos. Isn't that insane though? 70% of Reddit writers. Manifestos. That's the problem. Writers. <laughs> 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 no, but you understand what I'm saying. Like the, the, the concept that someone can put that kind of material out yeah. and go, this is they how I They usually do it right before the attack. Even when that's I see it. Usually, but not always. Jeff, so even when I see, a, I see an Instagram picture with a long writing under yes, it, I'm like, yes, just what yes. a psychopath. Yes. <laughs> I ain't got to read it. I know it's a manifesto. Or it's yes. a girl in her thong on Instagram. Just took it With all that writing? The problem with that th thinking is, if you've read the book 1984, which I yes, read, George Orwell mm -hmm. recently reread it. Big Brother's watching. And in fact, I had Roger Stone on my show. He's and a, and he's we talked about it. It's magnificent. And the fact of the, the fact of the matter is that we're we're approaching the potential of censorship mm. because if we're you're keeping people. Well, even when I had I Ginger agree. Banks on the show, she was talking about federal legislation that passed 98 to two. Yeah. Rand Paul was one of the two uh, dissenters. Uh, that basically says that the computer servers are no longer protected and no longer have an immunity if somebody if there if somebody goes and uses their service or whatever and promotes anything that is radical or and they have some vague right right and so bottom line a lot of the companies that used to say well we had immunity because they did yeah it was a communication act gave them immunity yeah but if but something happened on like now. something happened on one of these well, apps where somebody was sharing porn, uh, child <laughs> porn, right? And then I think Verizon or you, somebody was like part of that company of that that app, uh -huh. and then they got they got out of it before the story broke mm. because they knew it was going to be bad publicity because they pedophiles was using this app to share because it was, it was right. deleted. It well, wasn't you know, even right, like you know, 1080p. Roger, it was really low quality. Yeah, so they were like, Roger's, yeah, we're ba <laughs> Roger's banned from. Twitter and Facebook, he's not allowed to do anything on well, those. Well, the, the issue with <laughs> Facebook and he's not Twitter. Alone. He's not alone. Facebook doing that and now. Twitter need to have their protection taken away because 
it would have they said they just we're just a no they didn't oh no 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 it, it, look i don't know what law you're talking about Foster. maybe it's called foster it's it's F-O-S-T-A. section 234 F-O. and and no they still have both full protection and they're acting like editors because their argument was when they went to the government was we're just a bulletin board we're not editing anybody i mean if there's a crime okay but that's mm. it now they're acting like they're the editor of the new york times oh no i'm sorry we think this is a little snippy yeah. <laughs> I, I, i've had my yeah, accounts they're going suspended there. they're going there and i'm not tweeting how to murder someone or child pornography um did you call that dude a fag what'd you say on there no, but that would be good. That Perhaps was how I'll try that. Yeah, that was probably because you keep sending me unsolicited photos. I see. Man, and that's... I know. Are you the one reporting me, Jeff? Damn. But are they banning you because somebody's reporting you? No, because they're not. Rep- are- Actually, it was. It, there are some minor things. And most of the time, I mean, I'm constantly being reported. And usually Twitter is just sure, saying, sure, we sure, checked sure. this out. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But, man, liberals are assholes. But, um, okay, Gavin McGinnis has been thrown off. He's a friend of well, ours. Gavin! No, it's a handful too. Okay, I mean, he's I a know handful. He's, she isn't bannable. He's it's not. The, it's those proud boys. insights for Nazism every, and, and he proud does boy. it as almost like his performance art at this point. Okay, but and, and, and we are talking about. He's great speech. on race war. Though. He's sure, great. we're talking about speech, okay, but no, he's also like. A, I'm I not asking he's... for for everyone to say we endorse everything he's saying. We no, are talking right. about what the government can ban here right. and what Twitter, which is the government, right. um, can ban. So they can't simultaneously say. This was a snippy remark. But they're a private and company, edits, though. Well, That's the argument. Two points. Who cares if they're the only ways you can communicate? It's like saying the telephone company can go in and say, oh, I'm sorry, this person can't no, use No, but the I understand phone. what you're well, saying. It's is a very clear, simple listen. statement, which if they're a private company, then they can They can choose, have whoever they, they want. Can go, they can go. Well, then they can be sued. We're employees. We've been kicked, out, kicked off. Well, you know, for, number one, then they can be sued, <laughs> and that's the issue. See, mean? they want they want oh, to yeah. say no, we're just a bulletin yeah, board, and like, then they just want like to be any an other editor. huge company with with a great legal team and lots of money. You know, no one's going to sue them because they they'll be, get buried. Oh, well, are you saying they shouldn't ban anybody then? Well, 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 except for crimes. Oh, except for crimes. Yeah. yeah, the same thing is that we have an entire First Amendment jurisprudence. We know what is bannable and what isn't. Question: right. If one of these shooters um, had gone on Twitter and posted their manifesto tweet by tweet. People as, hate as on Twitter. Thing. People hate on Twitter. Or Facebook. But that, or they, they, would, they would maintain that that was just a personal opinion. It's free speech and it's a personal opinion. It would vary. Until a crime happens. Are they allowed to have that? Would you say then right. they should be allowed to espouse that hatred or Do whatever? you remember the guy at, what was it? Answer I, the question, Coulter. I am answering. The Isla Vista guy. You shot up um, Santa Barbara. Yeah. Oh. You would, because it's California. Right. You may not have been in the country yet. It was yeah, like around the time you were getting here. His manifesto was very clear about what he was going to be doing. Now, I think he posted it right before he did the shooting because okay. that would have gotten him arrested. Understood, yeah. Was that the black dude? He was Asian. Asian. Whew. Good. Well, there's an interesting case in California See, called, he did hunting, properly hunting, he's called Huntington. Right. right very, very, right. Lots his, of footnotes. His timings were perfect. <laughs> exactly. There are, lots, there are lots of cases on this subject. Oh, and, there's, and it's evolving. It's one subject that is really, truly evolving, the free speech versus balancing versus government restraint. Mm-hmm. That's the issue that's going to work its way through the And it affects system. all of us. It affects of course it all affects of us. all of us. It's 1984. Yes, yeah. it is. But it, don't you think like, instead of Big Brother we doing are. it to us, we're doing it to ourselves? Like 84 was the government and everybody. No, we're it. inviting it because we create, we the, welcomed we create it. the problem. And then the way to solve it is exactly what we don't really want to happen. Well, I think it's been solved. It's just um, the confusion of, oh, but this is this is private. But it is like a telephone company. You can, I mean, you can't say start your own Twitter, start your own server. These right. three companies 
Google, Facebook, Twitter. It, it's like the oxygen. I, I just watched. I've never seen it before. Um, have you, any of you seen Rollerball? Yeah, the movie? Yeah. Oh, yes. my gosh. That is so what... You know, it's, the future is supposed to be 2018. Three corporations control the entire world. It's a computer. The guy goes back well, to, like... It's about like, six families yeah. in, 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 our, in our reality. The Hague and, and tries to find out how did all this happen? How did three corporations take over the world? And the computer just shuts down. Um, but it's, you know, in the three corporations. There are no more governments. It's just the three corporations. And I was watching it thinking... Oh my gosh, it's Twitter, Google, Facebook. Yeah. I mean, it's not enough to say we have jurisprudence. Well, you know, the Rothschilds and, you know, the Tsarist family and the uh, Nazi gold family. And I'm, I'm, I'm a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> uh, so am I. Go right ahead. <laughs> I just wasn't following it and I'd love to. I'm just to. saying that in the country, you know, the, the, globe, the globe is run by a small, handful uh, of, a small handful of immensely wealthy families. Well, global economics yeah, is just yes. tearing down borders for everybody who's rich and they just control yes. everything. Yes, I don't no, disagree. No, I think it's, but you think very it's... specifically f five families who yeah. own the entire globe. Well, Nikki, uh, Nikki Hilton got in there because she didn't you marry a Rothschild, a uh, Paris younger her, son, yeah. young, younger sister. I had a friend go to um go to uh, he was a, a actually, actually I'm not going to tell the story. No, sorry. Well, yes, you are. No, because he signed an NDA and he he, he was terrified about telling it to me, so I'm not going to say it. Sorry, Bilderberg. Let's say it. Say it. Uh, like randomly. What if we mime it? <laughs> Nobody's going to understand with that silly accent. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> Change the names. Um, a gentleman I know was working for a company, uh, a private um, film production company okay. that did very specific high-end clients. And one of these clients uh, had a, an organization, had a, had a dinner, a gala dinner, with, and it had the heads of most of the biggest banking corporations in the, oh, in the world. Okay. And they're all sat there, these immensely powerful men, predominantly, and a f very small number of women. Yeah, um, men, baby. And, yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, a member of the Rothschild family was, was speaking and, and basically was just telling them off and telling them how much money they need to make by the next quarter and, and just shitting on these heads of huge banking corporations. Head of and it, at the end of the uh, event, the <laughs> tapes, all the, all the cameras were checked three times by security. The tapes were taking off them. They were all patted down before and after. So it was only privately in filmed internally. Right. Didn't get the tapes there. And he said, and then they had to sign NDAs. And it was, it was, he said it was terrifying. He said, he said, at that moment, I was like, I know that nothing I do, nothing right. any of us think we can do will make any change. Now, I don't think that's true. Otherwise, you wouldn't have gone into the profession you do. No, but that, you would that, love Twitter so much. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, debate. And do you but... remember the name of it? Years ago, there was, it was like a club of all of these politicians at the top. That belonged to this club was it Cambridge Bohemian or something? Bohemian Grove. Oh, in England, something. in England. No, here the Billings Bullington the, Club. These these guys were running everything. Yeah, they still do. That's in England as so well. We have the like Bullington Club people. in England. Yeah, twelve uh, white people. Tell it like the tell the story, Judge. I don't know who the people are. You know they white, don't but there were there were people like the presidents <laughs> and the vice anymore. presidents and people like that. Yeah, there's no Jorge that were in that group. It was a club. Yeah, Cambridge, I think it may have been called. Oh, you mean Skull and Bones? No, not that. that's a good movie, by the way. I like that. There's movie. Skull Skulls. and Bones. There's I'm thinking. Which one are you members of, Anne? I'm a Mason. I'm I'm kind of a loner. <laughs> yes, she is. She has a Costco business account, though, doesn't she? <laughs> hey? I've never been AAA there. Member. I hear it's great. <laughs> are you a Mason, Judge? Can I ask you that I don't question? I was a Demolay, which was a, a young Mason. Oh, oh yeah, I was yeah. in high Yeah, they're beautiful clubs. Yeah, and it was nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Gorgeous. A lot of I never got to the to the Mason part. Ah, uh, poor thing. Would you be, <laughs> would you out. be, um, would you be interested if someone, if someone offered you, uh, you know, wanted to take you into that, would you, would you be interested in 
being. I'd have to know more what they do and what they say and what. Oh, we control stuff. I'm a mason. Yeah, we control shit. We just handle. Oh, Washington was a mason. Yeah, Washington was all our first seven presidents were Masons, wasn't it? First seven, it's the first nine. I know Washington was. I know the first and it's seven. On the Google that. Bill. The that first seven out of nine was the Masons. pyramid with the eye is a Masonic. Oh, I know everything. But do you know why? The, if you look at the bill, there's, there's a, uh, it's the a star of David on there. Yeah, there's a star of David. And you know why that it's on there? Okay, now I'm well, seeing a the pendulum too. And it like <laughs> if, you look also, at the, if you look at the design, uh, it's, like it's going to come out to be a star of David. Yeah. Because huh. the fi the revolution was financed by a guy by the name of Haim Solomon, and he insisted that the that the bills, the money that was used, have that on it, and that's why it's on it. Mm. You love your Jew history, don't you? He loves his Jewish history. Well, well it goes back a few years. Yeah, it's a fun story. There are great stories out there. People don't know. They just hear it. One day Words, when I move phrases. out of comedy, I'll learn enough money to find out if that's true so I can actually check the <laughs> Ain't like the whole DC setup with the pendulum from the cap. Is it on the $1 the bills? House. Is it on the $1 bills as well? Masons run everything, look. man. You don't know nothing. Masons run nothing. Bilderberg runs nothing. <laughs> Who it's runs Davos. That's probably, your friend was probably, probably had something to do with Davos. A lot of powerful people there. Mm. Um, but... Um, if I could bring it back to who did we have dinner? We went to somebody's house in Florida, didn't we? And we had dinner. That was a pop. That was somebody powerful. Yeah, with you, you know, getting and edibles so delivered. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking fantastic. Uh, I bring flavor into that Anne's life. That was great. Uh, she yeah. took me to some old rich people house. Oh, this house invited back there again. Oh, this house was big. <laughs> they love me in there. They love me. Wanted to show me the whole house. It was huge. Mm, Big yeah, ass trees and a. Why they liked you at all was beyond me, and I spent the next six months Love. apologizing. And they, <laughs> they, he told me, uh, but I, don't, yeah. I forget what his name was, but he told me that he gave to all uh, political parties. No. He donated to everybody because, yes, he did. He said he donated to everybody. He knew no. how to get a seat at every table. Maybe, like, you know. Libertarians, right wing, Catholic right. conservatives. Okay, you know. like that. He was real right. Oh, Unless right, right. I took you to more than one house down there, and I don't think I did. No, we went to that. that one <laughs> I house made that was mistake nice. once. <laughs> yeah, those people love me, Jeff. Jeff, you saw it. It was like this. Come back anytime. I was who like, was you this? regret who it. Know, who knows you? Who's, whose house was it? You I'm not can't saying. Say Powerful white people. The kind of white people white now people Now that I call think about people. it, right. I, I'm mad at you again. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of edibles delivered, and some flowers, whatever. Yeah, that's great. That was great. <laughs> I smoked out with the, I was with the say, family. Did you get all white people high? Yeah, a couple of them. Nice. And definitely all the staff. Yeah, Bill Schultz. <laughs> oh, Schultz is there. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't really count. Yeah, that counts. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. Uh, yeah, so what are we going to do about guns? What's going on with the England with guns? You fuckers seem to have it all. Y'all are a stabby country. Cops have little sticks. Yeah, we're, a bit, stab. We're, we're a bit more stabby. Yeah, more stabby. We're more, <laughs> stabby we're more guys and dolls with yeah. our approach to violence. Yeah, you are. You know? <laughs> Flick knife and some musical theater. That's how we do it. Oh, West Side Story over there? But I mean, I... I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, my, my, my standpoint on guns is very, is very simplistic. I think, I think I, I'm, I'm a little worried that America is too far gone to, to come to back. To fix it? I think, no, I don't think um, so. Well, I worry that it is. Right. Okay, I can you know, understand your I don't worrying. have the answers. I'm certainly yeah. not a, you know, a lawmaker. Or a, I didn't have the um, tenacity or patience to go into the legal industry, yeah. um, <laughs> even though my mother would have loved that. Yes. But I think, I, I mean, England is having a problem because we just don't, we don't allow people to just have guns sitting around their houses. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big part of it, you know? Yeah. You look at the the list of how many you know mass shootings have been across the globe. I saw that list on Instagram. Yeah, and it's you pretty it's pretty depressing to see that. There's more guns than people. Yeah, I heard USA. that. USA. Yes. USA. Um. Nobody. 
Yeah, we got. Well, you have to be because you have to have one on each hip, like a cowboy. So you double down. I don't want to be critical of your country, but you you can. I'm I'm very critical of my country. You also have some multiple more home break-ins. I mean, I consider it terrifying that I could be alone in my home and have no way of protecting myself. In America, there the home break-ins. Oh, well, you're, trying, you're suggesting that the burglary bur- because the they know nobody's in, in the UK is higher per capita than it is in America. Occupied home. Mm, I don't that's, know if that's the true. crucial I'd have to thing. Fact I don't think that's in true. In your face, Irish boy. I mean, English boy. Romanian boy. <laughs> Romanian boy. <laughs> Because the point is, obviously, you would want to get, break in if you, if you, as long as they're not armed. You want to get people when they're there. You get the jewelry on them. You get their watches. They can break into the safe for you. In a country like this, <laughs> oh that. my gosh, do they do criminals stay away from a home that where they think people might be there sure. because of the fear of I mean, first of all, I'd like to oh, yeah. fact check whether there's more burglaries. I don't think that's true. But I, I leave my door open. burglaries of occupied home. That is the crucial. I leave thing. my door open here, nigga. And I'm from the Wishing nigga Woods. Again, as convincing as you look when you <laughs> tell me it, I'm going to have to double check and the facts. Yeah, but two. also, um, okay. Well, just a response to that. I mean, I, I also still think uh, there's going to be less. Um, grave situations of murder if people don't have guns in those homes. Someone yeah. breaks in in England, breaks into a house. Um, generally, someone comes out and goes, what bloody hell's going on? They jump out the window and run away. Right. Or, you know, you pick up, uh, there's plenty of stuff in the house that smacks some, someone over the head with. You know, you don't, don't need to you don't need but to. That is but unload, here we got so many guns. The same guns. semi-automatic that, weapon. That is the also, same guns in this country we say making people safe for making the cops unsafe, making us unsafe. It's making everybody unsafe. No, they aren't. They're making Ann safe. And that's my point, too. Everything <laughs> you just her. said and all of you here, I mean, you're, you're a tall, strong man. Thank I'm you. not. Any man, the weakest 10-year-old you you could overtake me. I think you could be a tongue strong The man only if you defense I have right. in my home, out on the street, the only he, fighting chance I have AK-47. is to have a gun. Yeah. No, I have a gun. gun. See, that's the, that's the I difference. I got three. Having a gun for protection at home certainly makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, not at all. But it doesn't mean that you should walk around with an <laughs> Yes, it does. AK-47? So I'm, just lay back hate, and enjoy to, it? Wait a minute. Well, no, AK-47? What are you killing? I don't disagree with you. I don't, I think you I, love disagreeing I, I, with me. Well, no. I like, I like <laughs> pointing out a different argument. And I don't think that is your best defense is a gun in your house. I think your best defense is a good security system. Cameras widely displayed outside yeah, the that's home. probably better. So people know that, that, that it's going to be recorded if they yeah. break into your home. Decent ADT. windows and locks on the on your on your doors how about and your an windows, ADT you know. full house alarm uh, system have, a Rottweiler one also, pit bull a level of common sense with the way that you that you look after your home I, I mean I know people who leave their home and leave their windows open and don't have a security system and then they get burgled and they go oh, this is unbelievable burgled. and then I know other people who lock all their check the locks on the doors and windows before they leave and they have a camera and they put a little CCTV and people don't get broken into as much I mean, you come down on a judge for saying disc jockey but you said burgled <laughs> You suck, <laughs> bitch. You, I love in that you word. say burglarized because you like messing I with love words. Jack. You said you got jacked. Is that burglarized? You say burgled Bur- as well? You could say burgled. You <laughs> You're an old man. That's what you just it's told me. It's a great me. word. Hey, you me and the to? judge got a mason <laughs> meeting later on you today. You say whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we invented <laughs> the bloody language. I'll speak it how I wish. There you but go. That's, that's what the legal system is about. You know, Ann, you have two sides. One presents one position, the other presents another one. And the test is who's more convincing. And then, of course, you have the burden of proof that requires one to prove it by a certain mm-hmm. burden. I don't want to stay locked in my home, although I am an aspiring agoraphobe. Even that's a little much You don't have to be locked in your home. I'm just saying when you... When okay, you, when I have you, to leave. Sure, and then just lock up your windows and doors. And, oh, but what I'm about just, your person? Okay, you're forgetting the other things that can be done to a defenseless female. Woman. Oh, you're talking about when you're being broken into whilst you're there? 
Well, A, just walking, walking in and out of my house to get into my car once I'm in the car, getting the car stopped, being walk, walking into a restaurant. I mean, I am utterly well, I mean, a and gun, all a, females, a gun in your home is not going to help you with that. Females. You'd have to have that gun in your purse. I don't want purse. a gun in my home. I want a gun all the time oh, on no. me. When it moves to Texas. You can have it in New York. You can get a gun on the Texas. I believe the argument's not on the carry. table. Sure you can. <laughs> New York. Can you have open carry you in New York? License. If you have a license, you can. Open carry. If yeah. you have a license. If wow. you have a license. In Vermont, you don't It's hard as fuck to get it in New York, but yeah, you can get it. All right. All the jury dudes on fucking, fucking, yeah, they all got guns Every on New York them. Times I'd actually be shocked to see someone walking around the streets in New York City with a gun on their hip. I'd be very, but it's, I'd assume they're a law enforcement officer. In Vermont, or something. you don't no. even need a license. You can conceal too here, but it's you gotta have a license. There's an interesting story. When I was in, in Lancaster, I was sitting in Lancaster, and I was in, in chambers, and the presiding judge walked by without his jacket on or not, no robe. Had the heat. And he had a gun on his hip. Damn skippy. And I said to him, Why? He said, "This is Lancaster, man. We all have guns, mm -hmm. and we weren't we weren't allowed. I wouldn't say allowed. Nobody did to eat outside of the courthouse. We had a little special dining room, you know, for the judges. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, nobody glass. went out because it was not safe to be out there. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that that did give some merit well, to your you're argument. That the judges yeah, were targeted." Well, I don't well, know if we were talking about the way he was wearing. PJ was wearing a gun on his on his hip, and I was kind of surprised. Yeah. And you walking around with no gun in Lancaster. No gun. But I had a little pocket <laughs> knife. Like you a mad man, a man, a made man. Knife. A pocket knife. Yeah, I mean, in some situations you need a gun. In some occupations you need a gun on your person. In some genders you need a gun. In some genders, you think all women should have guns? Pretty much. Boy, that would be Hang on, the same, break the up same people that you don't want to have any voting rights Correct. or have any, have any uh, choice over what happens to their bodies. Yes. You want them to carry guns. The transgender oh, no, people have, have to have guns. they have a choice over guns? what happens to their uh, bodies. It's okay. not what happens to the people fetus's have two guns? body. Two guns for the transgender. Um, but yes, they can run for office, they can write books, they can have jobs, they can have guns. But, but they shouldn't be able to vote. Correct. Or abort babies. Or, or kill another human, yes. Why is your number one reason why women shouldn't vote? Because um, they're bad at it? I guess in a nutshell. Period, man. <laughs> Period. I know she said this before no. on the show. Because. <laughs> it always fascinates me. Um, so you think you shouldn't be able to vote? If if other women give it up, yes, because I think women fair. go. I think that's a fair swap. Yeah, yeah. I think most women would be in agreement with that. Yeah, yeah. Let, <laughs> and cool just takes a step back. All right, right we're in. All of you have to <laughs> too. too, and I'm Not still tweeting. <laughs> it's more powerful than a vote, ain't it? Trick and Roseanne would go for it. She did not. But you were a fan of Hillary. What didn't you love Hillary? Only compared to John McCain. That isn't much of a test. Are you taking shots at McCain? No, I, I, think, I think his funeral is still ongoing, so no. <laughs> oh, 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 Megan is a friend. Listen, wh why was Trump attacking him? Because he just didn't like him from day one? Re Republicans hate McCain, and I'll tell you why we hate McCain. Because he went across the aisle and it made things happen. It wasn't because he went across the Come aisle. Come on, Ann, tell the truth. No, Trump went across the aisle on a million different issues. To like ridicule? I say, there were a lot of things that I liked about Trump because he, he busted the categories of liberal conservative, and it was the basket of issues I wanted to vote for. But with McCain... He just loved attacking other Republicans so that he could be praised by the New York Times and people who desire the praise of of. That's why. He, so wait, he was so you're celebrating it's... one man for being fearless and the other one it was doing it for self gain? You think it was just? Yes. No, I'm not. Forget forget Trump here. You you can attack Trump all you want. I'm not going to disagree uh, with you. Boring. He's not it's doing tired. anything. Right, That's old it. news. But um, McCain 
Yeah, you could get him to take any position by saying, um, New York Times, this New York Times reporter will feel your muscle and tell you how brave and strong you are. Um, he would I don't just, buy that. He loved attacking other Republicans. <laughs> because he had to. Sometimes you got to attack the dudes on your team. I, I, I'm, to, I'm more likely to listen to the opinions of someone who you know points out the, own, the fallacies of their own party. Me too. Yeah, all the great presidents have inconsistencies and it bothers to question them. I think that shows a, a fearless member of that party, no, 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 whether no, no, you're a Republican or, you know, no, I, I agree in the abstract, but what I'm what I'm describing here is the opposite of fearlessness. This is suck uppiness. So, what well, you think you, it was self uh, self promotion? One hundred percent. If you want to go to, you know, I, I would consider it very brave if you got the two comedians here doing a stand up act at you know some Christian college in the South, and you make jokes that are you know pro abortion, pro Elizabeth Warren. Pro, that's brave. Right. Standing in front of the Bill Maher crowd and taking those positions. Not no. brave. Oh. That's John McCain. Oh. So, so fearlessness, was, totally admire. As we say in the community, he was singing it for the girls. Yes. <laughs> That's know, why Republicans didn't like him. It wasn't this position or that position particularly. It was just that he was... Uh, he was brave in the war, and then, I, but I think that's true of most people. I think most people would rather be hung by their toenails and tortured than be called names by the New York Times, than be attacked as, you know, <laughs> what, what's the current thing? White supremacist, as a hater. And, they, you know he's a white, so you know he'd be fanning those flames of white supremacy, man. Come on. I love this new phrase that no one had ever heard of. What, Some, white supremacy? Somehow the new surge in this movement that, I mean, if you look at, Google allows you to do this, how often a term has been used. Um, I looked up, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny how, I mean, it's not just white supremacist. What are some other ones? Inflection point. Nobody ever heard that five years ago. Right. Suddenly everything. Yeah, that's just language. I mean, that's the same in the marketing and advertising world. You know, they have different buzzwords but yeah. on a six-month basis that all. rotate in and out. What yeah. about infested? Sure. Your boy used that word a lot, infested. How about, about, in how about invasion? Inf no, I know, and I want. I, we're <laughs> we're going to have to give reparations to Jeff here because a lot of uses of the term British invasion. I've already come back and given all my money to America already, Rolling so invasion? you're welcome. Rolling Stones, Beatles, we <laughs> owe them all reparations because the British invasion was on in every newspaper. That, we should have stopped that day one. Mm. I was against it. How are you ever going to dance That's a again? different one. No, the Brits come <laughs> on here taking our jobs. We can sing. No, we came <laughs> oh, over, and, we came over and took yeah. black people's music. And that's why. Well, that's, and added that's skinny enough. jeans to it. Yeah, and dumb haircuts. Yeah, dumb haircuts. <laughs> Just to go ahead. Relax. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> you know it. So who is uh, no? Did you tell me who you would vote for, Bernie? You said you would vote for if you have the vote for. Two thousand sixteen. He's totally flipped. So there's really. What do you no mean one. totally flipped? Most a lot of his uh his appoints, everything that he was talking about in two thousand sixteen, people are fucking taking that and running with it, I'm making their own you, thing now. He used to be great on immigration. He said this is bad for the working class. This it, is a Koch brothers okay. idea. He also used to be great on guns. Why? Because he's from Vermont. Okay. Like I say, Vermont, the one state in the union you don't even need a license. You can walk around with a gun. Um, they so love if that's true though, why didn't you vote for him in two thousand sixteen? He was. Wasn't, he wasn't on the ballot. I'm but, uh, oh, that's right. In then. the primary. Right. Hillary you know. stole it from him, remember? Oh, no, the DNC <laughs> stole it from him. Right. They were in the Clinton pockets. We all know that. Bernie didn't have a Mr. Magoo's chance. <laughs> that was a reference on Who Bernie's. do you think it's going to be? Uh, I'm thinking of uh, the girl from Moesha or... <laughs> 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 no, I'm thinking it's going to be either Biden or Bernie. That's what really? I'm thinking. Not I mean, gonna, I like Alyssa Warren. Not going to no. be Bernie? No. I like Bernie, too. It's, but. It's, it's, in my opinion, it's, it's, it's 
probably Biden, Biden. because they see him as electable. Yes. Yeah. And they see and he they can beat they, Trump. All these other people are all just trying to get the job. Yes. This guy had the job. And he comes across as fatherly and nice yeah. and all of those things. He gave a blistering speech today on uh, CNN uh, against Trump. Well, everywhere, but yeah. Whatever. He's going to be well-regulated not to shoot himself in the foot. And, but I think at the end of the day, you got all these people running against each other. I think, I think Biden gets it. If not, Kamala Harris has got a shot. Yeah, that's what I, I kind of want Kamala because I predicted her before she even won her Senate race. And I would be so cool if I were right. Would you vote for her? No. <laughs> I wouldn't vote for her. She can't vote. She says she's not voting. No, anymore. I'm saying, but you, I'm saying if she ran no, against Trump. No, I mean, my vote really doesn't matter. I did it in the I started a web page, Get Drunk and Vote for McCain. I did eventually vote for McCain. <laughs> um, and I voted for Romney. So my vote's meaningless. I'm going to vote Republican. Your, your party is insane. Wait, both times you didn't vote for Obama? You know you liked him. I about, have man? to say, the night he won in 2008, I so hated McCain, I was actually happy when... That he won? Yeah. Okay. But I knew that bad things would happen, and bad things did happen. I lost my health care. What? You lost your health care because of Obamacare? Yep. Stop. You rich. You be aight. <laughs> rich people talk about health care. You hear this, bitch? <laughs> I think it was... Well... Yeah, any I'm, surgery I'm, she want. I'm livid. You know what my... <laughs> do you want to know what my health care is in this country? What? Buying a flight back to England. That's what you got to do. If get. I broke a limb, I'd get on a flight back to England. That's why I love America. You need to get out of here. <laughs> Don't come over here for our doctors. Well, what they I used SAG to after. have. But I pay three sets of tax, you know, so it's not, why, why should I be afforded healthcare? Yeah. Oh, you pay American? You pay taxes on your money? Well, I pay city as well in Los Angeles. Oh, okay, okay. Play three sets of tax. Um, Federal. Well, you, you, you don't get no health care with that. We do. all pay taxes. We ain't get no health care with it. No, I understand that. I just think that's a glaringly obvious problem. I agree. Nationwide, that you know, people <laughs> don't get health care. Right. Well, what you, you, I think, would have been able to do, because there are all these comedians, they must have. I know for me as a writer, I'm technically a lawyer. The only reason I kept sending in my fee every year was to join the New York Bar Association because you used to have these, what do they call them, affinity groups. Yeah. Where comedians. You could all, all a bunch of people would get yeah. together. That's what SAG after. That's what I do with actors. Yeah, exactly. Those you have to earn a certain no, amount with SAG, and it's right. quite a lot, and it's gone right up. And there's quite a lot. There's quite, actually a huge amount. Right now, there's a huge war going on, which I'm sure you're not interested. Yeah, so yeah, in the SAG, but yeah, in, within SAG, right. because the the you know the different parties within that, and the fact that there's a huge amount of corruption, it seems, from the top down of people just you know, yes running fake cam uh, candidates and currently it's set up that if a candidate gets in then and they retire or they remove themselves from position they can put the put new person and they don't yeah. have to it doesn't have to go to a vote it's not yeah. the next person who got the most uh, votes yeah. so After Ken Burnda yeah. you know, not Ken what's his name who was um who was the president for a while he used to be the coach on a white shadow I TV have show no idea Ken Howard. There we go. Ken Howard. He was the president of SAG baby. Right. And after he died everything went to shit. That's what yeah. I think. But I'm not talking about SAG. These affinity groups yeah. right. used to be legal, but Obamacare made them illegal. Right, sure. Oh, that's so you can't. That's how I lost mine. I have a letter saying your health care. And it was expensive as it was, right. but at least I had it. Well, you don't have mm. it now? You've uh, got health care now? You took care of it. Stop trying to act like you all destitute. Yeah, yeah. Act like she ain't got no health care. You see this? She's on. She, you know, she's got, the, she's got the old, the old, the gold standard of Kaiser Permanente. Yes, I can see that. you know it. I she's wish. got, a, she's got a platinum glow about her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even have. I got, I got, I got, I got Medi-Cal if I'm lucky. That's what my. Oh, that's, that's what right. my. Face don't you is. get great free healthcare in California, I mean, right behind the illegal aliens? <laughs> no, I have, I have, a, I have a little uh, something. I have a little something. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm, wait. I'm a very legal immigrant. Thank but you. I have a green card in my pocket. Thank you. Immigrants. If I got, 
Gerard Depardieu. So if they get it, you have to get it. Green card. It. <laughs> Wonderful. Was my logic. What are you saying is I'm Mexican? Is that what you're saying? No, you I'm wish. saying Medi-Cal applies to illegals. I'm going to tan now. Oh, that's what Medi-Cal is for? Uh, illegal aliens to have uh, health care? Yeah. That's no, nice. no, no they it. don't. They don't. It's not They're for illegal. They're talking about doing that. It's, a, it's an argument that's being made and being presented yeah, to is. all of these candidates. Yeah, they're all trying to say I certainly, I certainly had to send aliens. in a lot of paperwork to I be able to get Medicare. Yeah. Oh, no. no, I had to provide all of my documents to show that I was a legal resident and I had rights to live here, et cetera, et cetera, and that I paid tax in all the different taxes. That was a big question, though. Right. That was a big question at the debates. Who would uh, support uh, health care for, for illegals? illegals? Yeah, that's well, right. We got to stop calling me California. When you said that your vote doesn't count, yeah. The Democratic votes in California don't count either. Because Nor do so the Republicans. Many, so many of the Democrats are so far ahead right. that a vote really doesn't really mean right. any ultimate outcome. Although you could always argue if you take that position, nobody should vote. Right. right. But the fact of the matter is uh, it's all geared by politics. Right. Whether they give it to the aliens or not, it's going to be dependent on how many people they expect to come out and vote. Mm-hmm. Not only for that, but for everybody else who's on the ticket. Right. Right. And that's why we have a very liberal governor, extremely liberal governor, more liberal than Jerry Brown was. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's saying something. Oh, yeah. Very much more liberal than Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown used to wear uh, jean shorts to work. That's how liberal he was. Every day was from. Brown wasn't that bad. He was a little Trumpian. He had some. He was a moderate. Yeah. In some positions, he 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 was. was, Yeah. And then he lose control of the electric. uh, What happened with the electricity out there when he was brown? Something happened. I remember knowing the answer to that, and I don't remember. And if I remembered, it would be boring. <laughs> so if you live, in, you live in Kansas, you live in Wyoming, <clears throat> Democrats don't win in those places. It doesn't much matter what you do. Right. And so a lot of people are not encouraged to vote because they figure it's not going anywhere. Well, that's now true in like two-thirds of the We state. need to break yeah. up this whole Democrat-Republican shit, fucking two-ass gangs. I'm tired of them. I'm tired of both parties. Both, I know. They all fucking misuse of uh, people of color. Both of them. Ain't no heroes in this. I ain't running into either one of them. I'm in trouble. Fuck them. Mm. Are you you're right about too? that. Independent, baby. You're right about that. Wait, wait. We... do you run when you're in trouble? I'm interested to know. What do you think? Is, like, it, is there, are there any institutions I'm or like any governments? I'm like Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle. I go to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> Have you ever actually been to Africa? why wouldn't a black man they, run They're not looking after black Africa people in Africa for help. Either, <laughs> Oh, like, and I know you would enjoy that. <laughs> First time in history, a black man to run to Africa for help. <laughs> Bastard. Well, yeah, I mean, I, uh, people get so caught up in Republican Democrat. It's ridiculous. I know. It's I just saw a car. I just saw a video where yeah. a car flipped over. It was like people trapped in it. And like just pedestrians just ran over, rocked the car, got the fucking people out. It was one lady trapped mm. in there. Nobody gives a fuck if you're a Democrat or Republican when somebody comes sure. save your fucking life. What you're saying is we need What action. really matters is good people, bad people. <laughs> we need we need Thanos. That's, That's really right. what we need. That's, right. That's the only way to unify this country and the globe is an outside yeah. force we do. from another planet that we comes do. over and goes, hey, uh, humans, you will be our slave race. Yes. Right. And we're like, oh, shit, we should have been boys the whole time. There huh? you go. Exactly. <laughs> yes, we're fucking out Third of control. Third party candidates have done, I mean, Perot did shockingly well. Well, he helped Clinton get in. And and he was and he you know pulled out good. of the race saying the CIA disrupted my daughter's funeral. Still, he got twenty percent. So I think a lot of people. I agree with. Did you. the CIA fuck with his daughter's funeral? Well, I used to think it was he was crazy. I now think it might have been true. But um, my point is, I think a lot of people agree with that. It's just very hard to launch a third party. Look, yeah. Ralph Nader tried it. Right. He, he, he got George Bush elected. Yeah. Nader's votes 
The people canceled that voted out. for Nader canceled out the votes for Gore. Gore, yeah. Eh, there was also Buchanan. It was so close. You're talking about a minimal amount that would, would swing from one direction. I think to the a lot other. of those. I mean, the Libertarian Party candidates do screw up Republicans a lot, but I suspect a lot of both the Libertarians and the Nader voters, they wouldn't have voted at all. It's a protest vote. I think I like you keep gestures me. I am not a Libertarian. I hate to. I, I want to clarify that. I'm just okay. interested in the concepts. Right. And I, I don't think they're filming this anymore. So I think it's, it's proof. Right. I think the third party Every time Angie looks at me and goes, Libertarians. Like <laughs> you, you mentioned Libertarianism. Sure, sure, sure. You're correct. You're correct. I think You're the correct. third party's always Which means felt. I must support it, right? No, but it's something you've talked about. But the likelihood of them taking over over any time so, because the democrats and the republicans are in bed <laughs> democrats republicans in bed together saying we're going to keep anybody else out period I they don't give a fuck they, they don't go back and forth but they're going to keep everybody else out so they we only get one more vote nigga then what a dictatorship no, it's all about control <laughs> and it's all about who's yeah. going to be able to have enough votes to get them in, in right. that position they will do and say anything that they need to do and say to get elected. Of yeah. course. And that's one of the decisions, which is kind of interesting for another day, which is term limits. People have been talking about term limits. Yeah. Some people say it makes a lot of sense. You get to get them out because they don't entrench themselves forever. Yes. Yeah. On the other hand, you got people there who are very savvy, who've been there for a long time. Right. And are very good and very honorable. You don't want to throw those people out. You don't. You don't want to miss all that experience. But what about term limits for the the, the high court, though? How come the people ain't talking about that since uh, that's FDR? That's not had? part of our constitutional system. Sherrod. Remember when the FDR uh, said that it might have to do that because he thought they was going no, to vote against like Social Security and he was going to pack the. But that's what he said. He was going to pack the court, no, but he wanted to reti very logical retire reason. at seventy. Very logical reason. I I think it's a problem if you have ever been in the federal courts and you have, uh, a lot of those judges are really dictators. Yeah. They do and say whatever they do mm -hmm, and say. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, bah, 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 bah. It's, a it's a fiefdom. It yeah. really, it, it, it is Shots that. fired. But the other argument is if they're subject to political pressures because they have right. to get reelected, right. they might tend to be on favor of one side versus right. the other versus saying they have no dog in the fight. They don't really care who wins. And I can tell you this from, from the bench side of it. I heard lots of cases, and I don't care who wins. Right. I really don't. Right. Do you, do you rule the paper with people you like? Or, uh, and against people you don't like, that's the answer is no. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I ruled in favor of some lady. She was a real witch. And she actually started to check, approach the bench. The bailiff had to basically tackle her. And was in your court before? <laughs> and the bottom line yeah, was before. she was an annoying, uh, she wouldn't shut up. I couldn't. I think I had some good points. But you know what? <laughs> I ruled in her favor because she was legally right. Right. Didn't matter that she was what yeah. she was. And if you do it, if you take the job seriously, you never allow right. yourself to get caught up in an emotional entanglement or like or dislike of anybody. Right. Yes. And I, I remember one case, I really liked this woman a, a lot. She was just wonderful. I ruled against her because she wasn't right. Right. I hated to do it, but if she wasn't right, I, I remember one time I had to decide the constitutionality of a statute. That was before me. And... Uh, I had my research attorney working on the weekends because I really wanted her. You really, asshole. No, you're an I, asshole, boss judge. No, I want the weekends is for fun. No, I really wanted to rule, rule in favor of the defendant. I really did. Right. Plaintiffs were charging 99% interest on, on loans. And the That's a loan shock. The, 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 not in California. And mm. uh, if you have a license to do that, which you can get for just an application, then you can charge whatever rate of interest you want. But the, the defendant raised the constitutionality of the statute being unconscionable, all of uh, those yeah. sort of things. 
and I really wanted to rule in their favor. But you couldn't. Got the research done, looked it all over. There was case law, it's case authority, already been adjudicated, right. it's called decisis. I was done. I had to rule, I actually ruled in favor of the defendant for another reason, but, uh, and I looked for it. But uh, the fact of the matter is, you can't do what you want to do. You right. gotta follow the law. You're a good judge. Well, hopefully. I took um, it seriously, I really did. Sherrod? It sounds like this assistant took it seriously working on a weekend while you was home chilling. <laughs> you ain't do nothing. You're mm -hmm. still stuck on the work on the weekend. Sherrod, do you have any air conditioning in this room? Yes, we do. Is it hot? I thought it was just a conversation. If I'm warm. He's a great judge, but he's a better weekend golfer. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> but you know what? There are, there are some judges, and this is true, because when I wrote the book, I, I was trying to tell it from the inside, what, what judges really do. Who they are, how they get, all, mm -hmm. uh, that's what this book is about. Right. And the and name of the book again, From the Trench to the Bench, right? right? The fact of the matter is there are some judges who are very hard workers. They'll work over the weekend. A friend of mine will work all night to make sure he gets it right. And there are others that don't even read the papers. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't know who you're going to get. In fact, one of the things I used to tell people when I was practicing full time, I used to say the first question was, who's your judge? Oh. And I'd say, I don't know. I said, that's your problem, That's all isn't you it? need to know, yeah. You don't know who's coming to show up? Yeah. You don't know who's that 12 people are going to be? It could be 12 nice, wonderful people. It could be 12 people you don't want to know about. Yeah. And the bottom line is that's why you settle cases. That's why I settle a lot of cases. I used to tell them, you don't know who your judge is. Judges make the all the difference in the yes. world. Yes. Right. They think you just sit there and you say overruled and sustained. Not so. Yes. You decide what gets into evidence and what doesn't get into evidence. Right. Instructions, you give instructions to the jury, you pick it. You know, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong, but you, you do that on that point too. And credibility is an issue that the judges oftentimes decide. So bottom line is, if you don't know who your judge is, sit down and get it settled. Who was one judge that you worked with who was like a hanging judge <coughs> that you knew as soon as somebody said that name? You probably, oh, you're will, know, you probably will know this judge. He died last week. Oh. Natural causes? Yeah, he was 95. Okay. Damn. He was hard. He was a hor horror. <laughs> That's Man why he lived a long life. His name is Manny Real. Oh, I know the name. He was Manny a federal Real. district court judge. Yeah. He was killing the people in the courtrooms. He said did some of the nastiest things, belligerent, arrogant. You could but yet off the bench he was a nice quiet. Huh. Really? Yep. Unbelievable difference. He got his balls off on the on the bench. But he, when he got on that bench, he was unbelievable. Look, I'll tell one quick story. Okay. We used to do what they call law in motion. It was a count of that. There'd be like 40 lawyers with 40 different motions. So you'd sit there, and the guy that was deciding that was a big, tall guy. And uh, I was like number 20 on the calendar. So I was watching what was going on. And at like number eight, they calls up this young guy, probably just got out of law school. <laughs> and he starts to talk, and the judge says, do you have your bar card? You have to get a card from the bar that's your license. Do you have your bar card? And the, this lawyer didn't know what to say. He said, why? He says, because you're incompetent. I don't think the state would give you a license. <laughs> he said that in front of 40 people sitting out in the audience. How oh, my God! How do you think that kid felt? Uh, not good. Was it necessary? Right. No, unnecessary. Wow. But that's what this guy did all the time. He was wow. mean and nasty. And if I won't mention his name for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> I won't mention his name. But uh, if you talk to people who practiced in Santa Monica maybe 15, 20 years ago, they'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Oh. And, and there are judges like that. Yeah. One, one judge told me, a friend of mine said to me, you know, some of these judges think they got anointed instead of appointed. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and 
the power <laughs> title. When, when you realize the power that you have yes I, I can't say that i didn't have an ego component in my life in the beginning either but you know the fact of the matter is you had awesome power you put people in jail you, you can find them thing you can do lots of right. things for those people sounds like a terrifying and, prospect and have that and now. appeals 20 percent of appeals get granted 20 percent. only 20 20 percent and a lot of times you get the rubber stamp they know the guy or the right. gal below uh, got stack is this high got no time bam Boom. happens all the time that's why i tell people you have to settle <laughs> yeah yeah that's why yeah, i'm going yeah. into mediation <laughs> yeah because i think i can do better there right because i was settling a lot of cases because i was threatening the people <laughs> no but i was telling them that same kind of thing i said you know you can uh, you can hang out, but you don't know what the result's going to be. I right. remember a case in small claims court, a family was suing a, a school for return of the tuition money. Mm -hmm. The daughter wasn't getting along or whatever it was. And they were suing to get their tuition back. And I said to them, go out in the hall and see if you can get this settled. Because you don't know what I'm going to do. Right. No it's, yeah. I, it's only me. You're right. There's, there's no, there's no, it's a one-person one rules situation. Right. He went, they went out, they came back in, and he said, they couldn't settle it. I decided for the defendants, plaintiffs do not have a right of appeal in small claims court. Plaintiffs do not, defendants do, but they plaintiffs do not. So they got nothing and no appeal. Mm -hmm. My bailiff comes to me at the end of the day, says, you know, I was out in the hall and I heard the conversation. The defendant offered to give him half. And the plaintiff said, no, I want it all. So they came in and got nothing. Wow. Oh. Zero. Beating. It's That's the, sto a beating. the story is in the book. It, 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 it's absolutely. Oh, I got to read the book. From the, the, the reality to the is, it's so, it's it's so unpredictable. I had a friend who had a um, legal claim. I won't give the details, but it was pretty good. There are flaws in it, um, and it was an area of law I knew about. Um, so as they're getting closer and closer to trial, it went on for a while. Um, the defendant, she was bringing the case, was offering her enormous amounts of money because of exactly what the judge is saying you never know what a jury's going to do right even though she had a good claim it wasn't perfect so they got up to more than two million dollars <sighs> for like six months i've been haranguing this woman you have got to settle i keep pointing out the flaw in her case this is what a jury could find the, there's this one flaw um she absolutely refused to settle for the same reason she was angry. She goes to trial. Ego. Jury gives her nothing. Ah, e oh, ego. E ego is what gets involved because yeah. you, if you're in it because you want oh. revenge, if she wanted revenge. Not enough. I have a spiritual component in the book. If you're in it for ego, for revenge, anger, yes. greed, or whatever, you may get somewhere along the way, but at the end of the day, you're going to lose. Yeah. Yes. Because it's all about cause and effect. Of course. And if you do terrible things to people. It's coming back to you. Yes, sir. That's when the wrong jury shows up. That's when the wrong judge shows up. Whatever it is that goes on. Right. That's what happens to you by your own conduct. Yeah. And you create it. And so I, I always threaten them because they that's don't know a, what I'm going to do. Right. And I was getting a lot of cases settled. Can I ask a very that's specific amazing. question? Seeing as we got a judge. You're a judge here in the state of New York. No, California. LA. California. LA. But I'm licensed in New York. Okay. I uh, I was arrested. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, uh, now I'm just all ears. <laughs> <laughs> Lock was, him up. I, I know. The, uh, the first first three months. The well, first month I was here in New York. Actually, when I first moved out, I hadn't received my state ID yet, but I applied for it, and it was in the post on its way. 
and I was assaulted in a bar. A guy assaulted a girl that I was out with, and then assaulted me, and then I defended myself. This all right. came to light later. The uh, you know the assistant district attorney. Um, the cops came. Cops arrived. I waited, obviously, and right. the, the guy was worse off than me because. I'm a big, I'm up. a big lad, yeah. You got some skills, got and, some skills, uh, I got some skills. I got some skills. I did a throw hands, did a bit of kickboxing, yeah, for quite a few years. So, anyway, uh, aside from that, they they arrested me. They 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 checked his ID. He had an ID, so right. they took his details. Blah, blah blah. Sent him off and said, right, you got to come in tomorrow and talk to the the DA. You know, blah 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 blah. And they said, well, where's your ID? And I said, well, I'm not. They said, you're a tourist here. I'm like, no, I live here now. I've got you know, I've got my you social security card. I've got my passport. Okay. I have all that. But I didn't have uh, my state ID. Where's your state ID? I, I've applied for it. It's not coming to the point. Well, we can't prove who you are without your state ID. I said, well, I got my other identification. Your passport is fine. I got my driver's license. I got this. I got that. And they say, well, yeah, we don't know if you're going to leave the country. So what's the point? Suffice to say, I get locked up for 24 hours. They look at CCTV. They take statements. They find out the guy assaulted me. He already was up on one charge. That they declined to prosecute, <coughs> and they asked me to uh, to to. They wanted to charge this guy, so they asked me to make a whatever. Yeah, they wanted to me to police press report. charges. Yeah, right. police report. Did all that. And they said, it's all fine. It's closed now. Your case is closed. Declined to prosecute. You're a victim. It's fine. But then I, I had to apply for global entry because I couldn't come into the country without them seeing this closed case. And they told me that it can never be expunged in the state of New York, well, even though that, I'm a victim of a crime. They can never remove that. That's not the same that. in California. We have a section 1204.4, which allows a party who has pled guilty or been convicted to come back after the end of the probation period and maybe even sooner, depending on the facts. But this guy's neither you know, of those. Oh, I'm, no, He's I'm the victim. I'm the, I was the victim. No, but I'm and, saying and if, you're, if it's on your record, right. you could petition the court. You'd have to change the language because you're not really in the same position with the statute designed to do, but the intent there is there. And uh, you could probably get that expunged. You can't do it in, small, in restraining order cases, though. What we can do, believe it or not, in fact, I had these two doctors that were going after each other pretty hard, and I had granted the restraining order, and they came back about he, she, he and she. He was harassing her. He, he thought she, saying, she was in love with him. Right, and he <laughs> was saying, crazy doctor. and she was saying, <laughs> she was saying, telling him, and made made ways of working at the same clinic. And uh, yeah, for a restraining order ain't enough to tell you I ain't in love with you. And, and you know, I could have put him She's in jail. Again. No, I could have put him in jail because he had violated the temporary restraining order. This was the trial, but I didn't. And three months later, they came back. The two of them asked me to withdraw to uh, to basically set aside the order. They were getting married. No, they were, he, he she decided. She didn't want to put this on his record for the rest of his life. That's She's nice. nice. And she found another boyfriend, and he left her alone, and okay. whatever. But I, I'm not sure, even today even, I'm not sure, whether or not that results in an expungement. It may show, it, it will it might show, still show up. I just, no, I just it will show up if it was vacated. Oh, okay. But, the, but, you know, and if people look at them, but the problem is, as you said, you, you were talking about long Twitters and things. People look at the first two lines. Yeah. It's like on Google. You could be yeah. the worst person, but if you're on <laughs> yeah. page 32, right. nobody knows you're there. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly, I, we can always modify any judgment that we give, anytime. Because the order is usually good for three years, renewable upon application. But the reality is, uh, your public record is the most important thing you've got. You apply for a credit card, you, mm. your FICO score, whatever it is, 
is being affected by it. I was going to say, so the fact that I'm like literally the victim of a crime, they've acknowledged that, That's the courts acknowledge that, and yet they won't. I'm not sure. I don't know the I don't know the law in New York, but you I, might be able I'm to get not even sure. Law. I'm not even sure what the law would be in California. I mean, the ADA said you can't get expunged. In the state of New York, they don't expunge even if because it's a closed file, declined to prosecute. It stays there. It stays on your record even well, though you're the victim. Well, of that's, the, that's the same in California, but we have this one procedure where you can. What what happens is you set aside the conviction, or 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 the plea, right? And you enter a new and different plea, and the court then finds dismissed the case. So the case shows up at the end of the day as a dismissal. Dismissal. Mm. But you have to qualify after I don't know all that can well, that's, that's an unbelievable story. That is. Yeah. I don't have on your shit like that. And you the victim? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 so, so, I, I'm not so sure there isn't a constitutional issue there. There's no crime been. and you're being penalized. Right. right. Yeah. I, I'm not saying go take the case up right. or whatever, <laughs> but the fact of the matter, there, there may be a constitutional issue there. Hmm. Wow. How long ago did that happen? Three years. And then I, had to, I just had to get global entry so I could actually get in the country without having to sit in a room with, you know... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Everyone off the flight from Nigeria. <laughs> Honestly, it, when I came in, it was literally just Mexican dudes and Nigerians, just like, oh, a bunch of hey, finally, a white guy. <laughs> you want to buy a timeshare? <laughs> there are a bunch of Nigerian princes yeah. in there with you. But you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. A lot of these schemes. Just need you to carry this bag through it, you said. A lot of these schemes are, are uh, emanate in Nigeria. Yes. yes. A lot of fraud stuff and it starts in Nigeria. Yes. Because they're savvy, because they're fraud savvy. But a lot of people, it's China too. China does do it a different way. That's hey, true. And it's more savvy than if us. If you're falling for, a, for a, um, you know, a, a spam email that's asking you to transfer $1,000 <laughs> in return for 12 million Ugandan dollars from a prince, at this, at this point in your life, you deserve to yeah, lose Jeff, you know Now you tell me. Yeah, that's <laughs> you it. know who did? Chelsea Clinton's father-in-law. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. He no, he didn't. Was this? Was this? Um, he before she married him, but around that. So between the well, time. He might have been a little off, right? He's like an older dude. Well, I don't think so. Not that old. Oh, and he got bamboozled like that? Uh huh. Maybe he just saw <laughs> coming to America and was feeling nostalgic. <laughs> Wasn't he a congressman or, or His something? His wife was. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Oh, he That was a like, good one. Wow, that's. that's I mean, that's pretty embarrassing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. pretty bad. But I, but I got to tell you, what, what I did in the book is I wrote all, all these stories that I'm telling you now. A lot of them and more are in there because I always say if it happened to somebody else, it could happen to you. Yes. Sure. So if you think this isn't going to happen or you think you've got a perfect case, You're right. ain't no such thing. You're I right. Agree. Yeah. yeah. Ain't no such thing. You gotta I get had the one book. case for nine years. Went nine years. The judge kept it on his desk for nine years. A case? Federal judge, yep. Kept it for nine years. The reason I know is because I got a call from the clerk after nine years and our efforts to get a ruling. He died. And they had the file there. They didn't know what to do with it. So here we were, the, the two lawyers. It's nine years old. We do, the people are gone and whatever. Right, what right. the fuck? I mean, so, you know. This Why? Is, was this, he just old? No, and he was a good guy. I, I knew him from when he was a Superior Court judge. Uh-huh. He was a very nice guy. He just didn't pay attention to what was what he what to his job. Holy shit. One time he... One Federal time he, judge appointed for life. One time yeah, he came yeah, to work yeah. with his underwear outside his pants, but <laughs> he was a good judge. He seems fine. Well, we did have a, a young lady who used to come in pink tights. What? Judge came in pink tights. Oh, that was her thing? She had to... Oh, yeah, you can't you tell the under robe. the robes. You have to wear the robe. Yeah. So you, just pink it's, tights? It's the law. You know it's the law? You cannot walk outside wearing your robe, number one, Unless you're going to a jury view, 
If you're gonna go to take the jury to see it, right. then it's a misdemeanor if you don't wear your robe. I it's a misdemeanor. agree with that. Really? It yeah. should be. But what if your robe? You know, we have to know who the judge happens. is. Well, I, I, another fast. I tell these great stories. Okay. I was I was in Long Beach, gonna, yeah. and I I wasn't sure about making a particular ruling. The presiding judge was down the down the hall, so I said to myself, okay, you know, I'll go ask him. You know, so I had the robe on and everything. I walked down the hall. I go into his courtroom, he's on the bench. I walk up and the bailiff comes over to me. He says, you can't walk around with your robe on. I said, why not? Because people don't like judges. You can't walk in the hall with your robe on. <laughs> yeah, they'll fuck you up out there. <laughs> and, they, and bailiffs take it very seriously. Because they gotta run out there and right. come in between that oh, nonsense. Other fast story. Go ahead. I was, doing, I was doing what they call law in motion. And I, I have to read the files before I come out. I never go out on Are you running your comedy special for us? <laughs> <laughs> I can do stand He's on Netflix. <laughs> so the bottom line is I'm getting ready. You don't wear the robe unless you have to because it's, it's, it's yeah. not that comfortable. I think it's very becoming. That comfortable. So I have it on the chair. I finish reading everything I'm going to read. I'm telling the clerk I'm coming out because they got to tell the people, you know, the, the, the judge is coming out. Mm -hmm. So I press the button and I put my robe on. And all of a sudden the door swings open. Three sheriffs with the hands on the holsters. I pressed the wrong button. Oh, the oh. alert! They, they they searched. Judges get private bathrooms. They searched the bathroom. They searched under the desk. They were there within got to be fifteen seconds. Wow! Ooh, you knew you were safe. Oh, they're very. Oh, they're very. I told you about the clerk. They bailed to grab this woman. She was coming to the bench. Right. Absolutely, she grabbed her. It's crazy. It, it's a, the courtroom is it's interesting because a friend of mine told me that an incident he had, and he had a custom a, a client, not a client, a, a litigant, come in and the, the, the chest was pounding. Mm -hmm. And he thought that was strange. At the end of his calendar, he's talking to his bailiff. And the bailiff says to him, you know what was going on? He had a squirrel under his shirt. Ah! Got past the metal detector because he's not metal. Right. It's Why? A he had a squirrel under his shirt. What, Maybe that was his representation. Squirrel? I have no idea. <laughs> it was idea. a support squirrel. Had, yeah. My, yeah. my answer to him was he had, he had to be nuts. Hey. It was a state appointed hey. attorney. That's hey. what the stand Okay, up. he shouldn't get a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got me on one. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad you came, though. We're going to say the name of the book again From the Trench to the Bench. And where can people uh, pick it Amazon. up? Amazon. Amazon. Look at you. Uh, hey, you know, I'm doing it. You're mm -hmm. doing big things out here, Judgey. And, and we have a good time on the show. Yeah. The show is called For the People. That's right. It's called For the People. Where and do it's you a do radio it? show in LA? And we do it in a studio in, in Encino. Encino, oh, okay. yes. And we've had some great guests. I had a transgender, transgender woman the other couple of weeks ago. She was very entertaining. I right. like how that's she your first example. She might have been on my show. back in Cali? Well, I've had <laughs> Roger Stone four times. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's now a, you impressive. got me. <laughs> I did. We interviewed Richard Chamberlain. We've had, we had the sheriff. We have some good interviews. Roger yeah. Stone uh, has show. a house near you now, there, don't he? That's where they rent in his house. The federal agents. No, it's near the um, friend's house where you're not allowed to go. Anywhere. Oh, I know it was somewhere <laughs> in my neighborhood. I'll be kidding. down there. <laughs> anyway, well, thank you for coming those on. Those are though. stories, and uh, I think the book is written for the lay person. If you read the back page, the back cover just says, "What do you do if?" And Look I, at that's you. Great. I try to give you what to do. I think do it sounds if. great. Oh, this is great. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to read that. I want you to sign it for me. Absolutely. It's my free copy, right? <laughs> <laughs> now that you put it that way on the air, I, I, I don't think I, you have gotta much, say yes. I haven't got much wiggle room in Annie, want to plug some stuff? Do some pluggy plugs. Uh, no, I'm on you got a new lifelong book vacation. No. What are you talking about? Screw it. We're doomed. You're not writing no more books? 
What am I going to write about? The country's finished. When you write about your, <laughs> write about your feelings, just go go completely left field and just start writing like recipes for young mums. Oh, or I something. am thinking of writing a cookbook. There yeah. we go. I'm an excellent yeah. cook. I may do a cookbook next. I like that. I've cooked for Sherrod. Yes, you did. Yes, you have. And, and it was, I was excellent. An and please excellent. make it exclusively dishes, immigrant dishes. It has to <laughs> be right. just like stuff with a border. Margarita. Traditional Mexican <laughs> I love empanadas Mexican food. made by Ancota. That's right. Appropriate their <laughs> with food. With a Jamaican <laughs> twist. Exactly. With but a no Jamaican Indian twist. food. No Indian food? Well, no. Sephardi? No, I'll provide you a little care package. Okay. Here's your Indian food. And go with, uh, to go? Little cheese from the UN. Are you really not working on a book right now? You're always writing a book. No, what am she's I doing? She's working on a rap album, Sherrod. Right. Give her a break. I feel she's sad she's throwing, a, yeah. she's throwing a towel in on, uh, on America. You know you love this country. <laughs> Stop trying to play like that. You just miss Obama so much and Trump let you down. But listen, the future looks bright for us. For for us black people? Yes. Yeah, you're right. It's going to be good in the hood. It does look good for us. It looks good for us. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, I'm glad you came back. And Jeff, what are you promoting? Yeah, Thanks, Ann. Thanks I, for I, asking. You. I was going to go to you. Appreciate it, Ann. Thank you very much. Um, I'm non-Americans first. I mean, last. 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 <laughs> I'm promoting... Uh, what do I want to promote? Well, please listen to my podcast. It's yes. called the Savage Snowflake Podcast. There you go. Um, available on all good platforms. It's also in uh, video format on YouTube. Completely oh, free. Go. Check it out. Subscribe, like it, all those good things. Uh, also, I'm going to be performing... When does this go out? Tomorrow. Morning. Tomorrow. I mean, today, yeah. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. In that case, today, right now. It's going out right now. And also a video, so... Um, uh, I'm going to be performing all this week. I've got shows at the Comedy Cellar oh, there you go. Uh, on Thursday, Friday, at the stand tonight. Um, this Sunday, actually, I'm going to be doing a headline show at the Comedy Cellar. Okay, nice. Uh, so I'll be doing an extended set, maybe like 45 minutes with an opener, yeah, I no, guess. Pussycat? At the Fatback Pussycat. Yeah, the, I yeah. just did I do that uh, yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you, do you want to come down and do it? Do you want to come, come down it? and do it with you? Yeah? Yeah. I mean, you'd be my week, opener. Would that I be know, a... I would open for you. Yeah. You need an Is that weird? Would that be weird, you opening for me? I'll just go long and let you do 15 minutes of it. So you will not be opening up for me. Um, and then actually I'm going back to, I got uh, um, first installment of my show, which actually I'd love to get you on. Yes. Uh, the Right Honourable Herb, if you don't mind, at some point. Um, I do a show called The the End of the World Show, okay. which launches in Los Angeles. Limited audience, end of the world. You get- yeah. Kind of yeah, though your... I'm perfect for that. Yeah. Oh no, it's about post. It's a post-apocalyptic comedy panel show okay. uh, set in a banter bunker, and uh, we banter have three bunker. comedians. Uh, someone of uh, repute, someone uh, with intelligence, and oh, maybe... somebody of ill repute. There you go. <laughs> exactly. That's why I've invited you. Uh, and then a wild card. So on the first one, I have a, a, one, a wonderful porn actress who's coming on the first one. Okay. Three f- fantastic comics, and then uh, a lady who's uh, who hosts a show about science and you know uh, space exploration on YouTube. Flat Earther. Uh, <laughs> flat Earther. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but that's that's going to be kicking off at the beginning of September in, in nice. Los Angeles. So that sounds yeah. great. Come check it out. And then I'm in Vegas at the Comedy Cellar after that. Vegas. Yeah, JeffreyLeach.com has all the dates at Jeff Leach on Instagram. Thank that's you. what I'm talking about. Yeah, Thanks for coming, Jeff. Thanks for having uh, me, Thank you. This is a change, by the way. Racehorse Podcast. Wow. It's like, it's a, little it's like bit a everything. real podcast now. <laughs> it's always been a Instead real podcast, of, nah, Jeff. It was, turn his mic off. <laughs> Man, turn him off. Cut the nigga. That's why you can't have these foreigners talking so much. <laughs> I got to say, it's, it's definitely gone up in my uh, in, the, in the, the, the dedication to decent debate. Always I'm very impressed. Debate. Oh, I don't want to say that you and Kurt screaming racist stuff at each other <laughs> is an entertaining. Oh, that was great. It was great, too. Yeah, this is wonderful to see. So we have a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know, we hot, cold, warm, timid, up, down, my yeah. dick, your mouth. And Karen Margolis <laughs> has really matured wonderfully, <laughs> isn't she? Hasn't she? And my white daughter, Karen? Yeah, she's great. Thank you, Karen.
<laughs> uh, what we got? We got the birthday uh, comedy show. Me and Pete Lee this Monday, August 12th at the Comedy Cellar, Village on the Ground. Go to ComedyCellar.com to get your tickets. And me and Pete Lee, we do this every year as our birthday comedy show. Everybody's coming through from Nikki Glazer to Yamanika to Dave Attell <laughs> to Jeff Leach. To, uh, everybody's coming through. Tony Rock. Uh, I'm thinking of a lot of people, but... It's going to be a great show. Go to ComedyCellar.com. It's 8 p.m. Monday. All for all the Leos. For all the Leos in the house. Fantastic. I mean, come out and celebrate us. <laughs> God damn it. So, yeah, go get your tickets now. And uh, then me and Kurt, me and Sweet Curdy, we're doing a live race wars. August 25th oh. to this, uh, September 1st in the Comedy Cellar at the Rio in Vegas. We'll do 14 live stand-up shows plus uh, five uh, podcast shows. Plus, we're going to have Penn from Penn & Teller on there. When is this? This is going to be August 25th to September 1st. Sounds amazing. I mean. We just trying to put in work. You know what I mean, I got yeah. my Godfather Penn coming through. He's my Vegas Godfather. Every I time saw, I land, I saw I just, him last time. I was there a couple of weeks ago, and when, when he, he was, they were shooting a new advert, and he's he looked very annoyed. Oh, he's the best. Though. We had a TV show together. I, every time I go there, I do his podcast. So he's going to do Maurice Wars this time. Seems like a good guy. On Great yeah. guy, man. We had a show called Street uh, Street Cred on a Travel Channel. So uh, yeah. yeah, I'm going to miss him. So that's August 26th to the September 1st, and uh, come to the club, the birthday party. Birthday party slash birthday comedy show. Mark Norman's on. There's a lot of people on it. I keep trying to think everybody on it. Oh, uh, fucking Derek Gaines, and I'm thinking somebody. That's uh, a lot of people. He's sending my favorite comics. Yeah. Derek Gaines, Pete Lee. Yeah, it's going to be a fun show. So go to ComedyCellar.com. It's August 12th, this Monday, and you have fun. How's the Comedy Cellar in Las Vegas? Oh, it's great. It's fun Wonderful time. venue. Yes. It, where yeah. is it? Is it's it in the Rio? Rio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's such a sleazy hotel. Yeah, it is. It was, it was mad sleazy. I mean, it's, 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 the time, it's the casino that time forgot. It's yeah. Still, yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's still in the 80s. But the, the venue is beautiful, and it's been doing really that's well. It's been so but the hotel is great. Yeah. The hotel is old, though. I, last time I stayed there, uh, I had to stay in my room with a ghost. If so. you if you are uh, going to those shows and you want to get a little, uh, little money off on Sherrod's um, yeah. run, you CC local code cc local and you get 20 percent off I oh yeah that's you get right or $20 right. tickets you get 20 dollars yeah so um you get you a go. discount a little insider that's right pump <laughs> those <laughs> tickets out pump i got those you tickets i got you out. baby boy and my birthday's next week wednesday so no one oh, cares don't about that no one cares. Me, yes my birthday so i want a real expensive <laughs> gift and you know that and laney we got a bunch of you know I hate uh you porn stars and uh Four porn stars coming again. We did it last year for my birthday, and it got real sweaty and Who hot. Who you got coming on? Oh, don't you worry about it, Jeff. I don't want to see your English face around here, handsome Danny face. Danny Daniels, my friend Danny Daniels. Yeah, Danny's coming. coming yes, yeah. Danny will be here, and a bunch of. I, I forget everybody's Cherie name. Cherie Deville. Dillian Harper. Dillian Harper. Dillian Harper. Dillian Harper. Yeah. Peyton Sinclair. Who is it? Peyton Sinclair. Oh yeah, Peyton Ah, it's gonna be good times. Kelly Provocateur. Kelly Provocateur. Oh, wow. And Lana Love. Yeah, Lana, Lana Love. Love. Yeah, I know Lana too. So you're so. not actually going to do a podcast. You're just going to get oiled up, yeah. get yourself a little baby kiddie pool inflated, and just have some fun. You know me well. Judge, you can come back. But yeah. we're um, we going to do shirts and skins that day. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Race Wars, we out. 